It's the Business Casual Nerd Podcast. Beta 3. I'm Chris. I'm Brad. And it's playoff hockey season! Woohoo! Yeah, so, I know. You're nerds. You don't care, but yeah, we do. It is I'm a little a, bit of an oxymoron. <laughs> like, I'm a hockey nerd. On a nerd I'm thing. a hockey nerd. No, I'm right there with you. Or as my mom affectionately referred to it the other day when she was talking to me on the phone. She goes, uh, you guys going to record any more of your, your podcast? The, the nerd... Nerd geeks, geeks, nerds. What, what's it called again? <laughs> Thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. So yes. anyway, so I welcome mean... to the Nerd Geeks, Geeks, Nerds podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's the new one. Got that bit out of the way, right out of the out of the gate. Woo, done. All right. All right. We're, let's pack it up. Moving on. Okay, we're done here. <laughs> so how's it going? It's going. I'm excited. Game yeah. one tonight. Game one. Man, this was going to be a perfect day. We had a we had a big day today. Oh, we, we were had supposed a huge to have. Day fucking rocket launch giant fucking rocket scrubbed for tomorrow oh. so we were going to have that where we were going to be recording while that was going on then we were going to go right into preds hockey first playoff game of the season Woohoo! and yeah like brad said he's a big hockey nerd i've become a hockey nerd having lived in nashville having shared an office with this fucking hockey nerd that's contagious yeah um, so it was gonna it was gonna be i don't know it was gonna be a big one that's exciting and it's a- Greatest game on earth. And fucking upper level wins had to just go and fuck everything to hell. <laughs> hey, we still got the game, though. No, we do. No, oh. that's true. That's true. Yeah. I don't think y'all can hear it, but the game is on in the background. So we actually have it on. We can see it. Brad is being incredibly superstitious and literally wearing a very specific outfit yep. for this game. Uh, we actually went to the second to the last home regular season game last week. We were going to record last week. So this is going to be delayed coming out. But we got free last minute, really awesome tickets to the Preds game. We were like, well, fuck you, nerds. Yeah, we got to see him play the Vancouver Canucks. Oh, yeah. And we got to sit next to a bunch of hosers. Yeah. Oh, it was great. She was like, hey, uh, your uh, chants are kind of brutal. And we both look at her and we're like, are you Canadian? Oh, no, she ended it with A. Oh, yeah, yeah. Your chants are kind of brutal, eh? And we were like, what? <laughs> so, that, oh, that was kind of fun. fun. We saw one in the wild. <laughs> that wasn't an asshole from Winnipeg. Enough hockey talk. Yep. Uh, wow. Hockey just, talk. Hockey talk. Enough hockey talk in the honky-tonky town. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I'll have to remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you hear us start yelling and chanting and, yeah. you know, talking hockey, it's because the game's on. We're literally sitting in Brad's living room. We have moved his dining room table to the living room right in front of the TV. We have it on very quietly <laughs> so that you hopefully can't hear it, but we can still see it. I just want to hear the goal horn. We're going to really try to make this not a train wreck. Usually we do a really good job with Brad's editing, and this shit isn't a train wreck, but who knows? This this could be fun. Oh, uh, we're we, also drinking. Yes, yes, we are drinking. We'll get to that in a second. Um, the original plan was this was going to be a live event podcast at first. Like, not live to you, but we I mean, were... As, as live as you can make a podcast. Right, right. I, people kind of do, but uh, yeah, we're not doing that. We were going to do this while the rocket launch was going on. Yes. And then when it got scrubbed, we kind of pushed it back and did the game during yeah. the thing instead. Absolutely. So hopefully this becomes something different. Betas, we wanted to mess with formatting and do different things to see what, what we thought was cool. Yeah. Um, if we so... actually get some social media followers, 
um we might actually i don't know they're doing like an instagram live or something yeah or Facebook Live, something. Yeah, we thought about doing some video stuff, but might be kind of fun just to get our reactions. You can you can see our lovely nerd physiques because <laughs> oh, everybody yeah. wants to see that. Because the first photo we finally posted showing who we were. Oh was yeah, that's that true from the game. Yeah, I did. Put, I I put up that really awkward selfie. Yeah, of us or of you like uh, and me like yay. Yeah, and then your wife Blair was like, oh, I actually like that picture. Yeah, oh, that's fucking women. Ugh. Just kidding. My wife would say the same thing. Can't live with them. Can't live with them. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> <sighs> so, Brad, why don't you tell everybody what we're drinking tonight? We do have a plug. We have to plug somebody. Tonight, us. we're new. Yeah, we're not We're not really plugging this because we haven't tried it yet. So. It's pretty good. I've been, I've been uh, sipping it. Okay. So, there's, there's a guy we know. We just call him the Dean. The Dean. Um, he's not a Dean. He, we just call him the Dean. I mean, I mean um, he is—he is a dean. He's a dean, but he's not a dean. He's not a dean. Yeah, if that makes any fucking sense. No, but yeah, anyway. it doesn't. So we call him the dean, and I did some work for him, and he likes to just pay me in bourbon. bourbon. Yeah, which awesome. I'll money, take it. Money, bourbon, money, bourbon, bourbon. Yeah. yeah, yeah, bourbon. Usually it's a half bottle of whatever he's tired of drinking. Um, but this time he was like, I—I I think I got an idea. So he's like, I'll—I'll I'll bring it in. So he went and just picked me up something because he was thinking about it, and he didn't have it. Um, so we are drinking Kings County Distillery Straight Bourbon Whiskey, 90 proof. The packaging, I mean, this shit looks straight up like a fucking old-timey medicine bottle. Yeah, it's just a glass flask bottle. S- sipping back on Grandpa's old cough medicine? Yep. <laughs> it's Kings County Distillery in Brooklyn. Is, uh... It's pretty good. Have you had it yet? No, not yet. Well, I don't, I don't, uh, why? Gonna... Have you had it yet? Uh, I haven't had it yet. Have you had it yet? Have you had it yet? It's it's pretty good. I like it. Smooth, not too burning. Doesn't have too much of a burn. No, it's um a little lighter than some of the other stuff. Yeah, we have. yeah, it's different. Like I mean, as like as bourbon was lighter versus heavy. No, like, but it's, I know it. Not yeah. as thick. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas like um uh, some of the stuff we have is usually uh a little sweeter. Yeah, it feels a little thicker. Not quite like cough syrup, but it's kind of like oh, the yeah. difference of a Guinness of like a stout and a pale ale. Yeah. Like, this is like the pale ale lightness. We're really just fucking diversifying on this podcast tonight. We're talking hockey. We're talking fucking liquor. And in a second, we're talking architecture. And, and architecture. And nerds. Shit. I mean, what the fuck? You guys oh, are going to be. Got, we got stuff all over this bitch. The 10 listeners that we have are going to be like, what the fuck is this shit? Nobody's going to know anything of what we're talking about. But... Well, oh. I, the good news is, I think a majority of the people that do listen are local. Yeah, maybe they'll have an idea. So they at least get the Preds part, hopefully, the hockey. So uh, we I think probably, uh, we probably should probably stand for the national anthem. Okay, we'll we'll stand and record, I guess. I mean, so I'm just should. gonna I'm just gonna squat and yeah. Brad just looks like a dog taking <laughs> shit now. <laughs> Squatty potty. I, oh, actually, I, I really just want to see who it oh, is. Yeah, who is it? Oh, what? It's big and rich. Oh, oh, fuck that! It's the early games. They have to get the 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 oh, D level artist. We're gonna lose now. And no, they have to get the D level artist out now. They're gonna, anyway, so they're Nashville not even has this D level anymore. Nashville has this tradition where, for the national anthem for their home games and the playoffs, they bring out country artists, a different country artist for every game. Mm-hmm. So a couple years ago, when we went to the Stanley Cup final, it was I don't who was it? Carrie Underwood, Keith yeah. Urban, Tim McGraw, um, but a bunch of people. Tim McGraw hadn't Hill. done it yet. Yeah, that's right, Faith Hill. Yeah, because Tim McGraw does the uh, yeah the, does the goal the score, goal. the score song. Which everyone is wanting Tim McGraw to come out and do the goal score live. Which sometime. would be cool. It would be awesome. And then have the Black Keys 
do the gold on the ceiling after right after he's done. Except I don't want to really support the Black Keys. All right, we're going to move on from hockey for a little bit, or else all we're going to do is sit and talk about hockey, and people are going to they're going to be like, wait, this is not a fucking ESPN Bleacher Report podcast. This is uh, a a business casual nerd. So <laughs> well, my business casual ass likes hockey, so true it's my podcast um, i'll talk about hockey if i want to okay, all right we'll so move on. we haven't recorded since you went on spring break yes oh uh so, the bourbon us. oh recommend yeah oh I would absolutely say, i would say if you can find king's county distillery i don't know what the price point is but um, i think it's good oh we were going fairly cheap that's why it's a smaller bottle so i think the bottle's 25 35 yeah not bad there. so yeah i would i have a pretty low hourly rate so usually the bottles are only half full. For I'd reason. have no qualms drinking this if someone offered it to me. Yeah. Like you did. Yeah. I mean, I would drink it again and I would, I would buy it if it, okay, the cool. option was there. Um, hopefully next time we will have another new one for us to try that we've been looking forward to getting. Ideally, we'll, we'll announce that later. Ideally, we get more guests and we try different alcohol every episode. Yes. So I've got two in mind that I'm reaching out to this week to try to line up for our next recordings. Two guests. Well, two episodes, but. It is also spring. We need to have Lawn John on to tell oh, everyone yeah. about their All grass. Right, so three guests. Three you hear that, guests. Lawn John? You're you're gonna be on here, buddy. Ooh, buddy. Y'all are in for a fucking treat. Oh, crap, he's gonna find out where I live. You're gonna hear the sexiness just coming right out of the microphone. <laughs> and don't worry, it's not Fabio because he's bald. But oh, holy sex, Fabio! Yeah, this week as a random note was the 20th anniversary of Fabio killing a Canadian goose with his face on a roller coaster. (laughs) I am definitely putting that in the show notes. (laughs) One of the greatest viral videos of all time. Oh, man, it was great. Poor Fabio. Poor duck. They were going downhill, too, weren't they? Oh, yeah, he just got fucking creamed in the face by a goose. Man. He just comes out, and there's just feathers and blood (laughs) all over him and the people behind him, and he just looks like he's concussed. But, my God, he just took it and tried. He's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did it. All right. So last time we recorded was before you, right before you went on spring break. So it's been a little bit since we recorded. Yep. Uh, where'd you go? I went to New York. It's like your go-to vacation spot. Yeah, it is. I mean, you have, you have friends there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a friend specifically. Yeah. Alex that we've talked about. Oh, but... I've made some others. Oh, you've so made others. There's people the we, uh... he, he's the main connection. Yeah, yeah. There's people we let know, hey, I'm coming up. Let's do something. Your dealers and your yeah, yeah, whores yeah. and your. Yeah. Well, of course. Yeah. So you went up. Anyway, uh, you stay with Alex. Yeah, so we went good, to the your city. Your good friend. He's he was a former coworker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and now he's he lives outside of New York. Yeah, city. normally we just hang around at his place, and it's like way out in the woods. Yeah. So it's and not like we're like in the city for a while. We're, we only only go in the city for like a day or two. But I drug him along to look at some buildings. I mean, there's a lot of buildings to look at. I've seen a lot of them, but these yeah. are new buildings built over a train yard. Yeah. It's called Hudson Yard. still active. Pretty awesome, actually. It is a cool feat to be able to build that shit. Yeah, it's been in development for years. I don't yeah. know, actually, how long, but it's uh, been a while. I want to think it was only like five or six. They have one section, so it's halfway done. They yep. open up the first phase one, and yep. then phase two. When Which phase... is the, the part that's open now is what's over the, drill, the train yards. Yeah. So when they open up phase two, between phase one and phase two, in its entirety... Two, I don't want to say two block section because I think it's bigger than two blocks, but I think it's two it, square blocks. Yeah, two square blocks. That entire section will house more office space than the entire downtown of San Diego. Yeah, when it's done, it's a lot. It's impressive. You sh- I'm going to try to link to this in the show notes too. Yeah. So Hudson Yards is really cool. It's 
a train yard right next to the Hudson River in Manhattan. What mid Midtownish? Uh, it's over by Chelsea. Okay. It's but it's uh, I mean it's it's by it's like the going on the way. Yeah. Um, if you've ever gone to New York and you know where High Line is, the High Line Park that was a converted tra- uh, elevated train. Yeah. Um, they converted that to a walking park, and the north side where that ends, it ends at Hudson Yards. So it's like mixed mixed use space, a lot of o- high rise office space, but there's a lot of retail restaurants. Yeah, it's uh, I a, think there's it looks like some hotel space the inside, there yeah. and some residential space yeah. as well, which I'm sure is outrageous. It's actually but New it York's first opened. Neiman Marcus. Yeah, I was surprised by that. Didn't it just open the week you were up there? Yeah, or, or like it was like right then, right? Yeah, yeah. The ma- the mall opened like that week, which I didn't care about the mall. I wanted the stuff inside. So inside, there's a um, new event venue that has a giant rolling cover. Yeah, that is gigantic. That looks awesome. It's on um, wheels. Science was it Science Channel? Yeah, had that like it? making of. Yeah, they we had watched? like a modern Marvels or yeah, some esque. building show, and yeah. it was it was cool. If you could, if you have Science Channel and you have on demand or find it online, something. I think the coolest part was, was when they cool. were talking about having to enclose the train tracks. They were talking about how hot it gets in the summer. Yeah. So one of their biggest challenges, besides you know building 70, 80 story buildings on top of train tracks, was how do you keep that from enclosing in, enclosing it and getting up to one hundred and thirty degrees or whatever. So people yeah. don't you know, die on the subway yeah. waiting there. Uh, well, it's all the freight trains, so it's even hotter. Yeah. The short answer is lots of airflow. Yeah, a lot of ventilation. And to get that, you use six Rolls-Royce jet engines. Yeah. So they just suck. And outside on the street, you can hear it just... And it's com- <laughs> it's also, like, completely off the grid or something. So if the entire power, like, itself... They're on the grid, but they will have enough power to generate... Or to have enough back. backup power to yeah. run themselves for a prolonged period. Pretty awesome. So I recommended. Uh, it was cool. Uh, I don't. I recommended Hudson as a name. I think Hudson would be a good name for for Baby Boy Brad. Yeah, we'll see. It, it's. Oh, it's I said the... Baby Boy Brad. I don't know if I should. Oh no, I mean, it's I... fine. Yeah, it's gonna be a little boy. Little boy, Brad's having a little boy. I mean, well, I didn't care Brad's, either way. I just... Brad's wife's having a little boy. You just wanted it to be healthy. Well, I wouldn't even say that. I just I didn't care either way. I mean, it's no, yeah. It Absolutely. is what it is. You you're gonna you're just gonna have fun having a kid. Absolutely. So I think Hudson would be an awesome name. I think it's a strong name. I mean, yeah, I can name him after a dirty-ass river. <laughs> they weren't going to fucking name him Chris. I mean... No. Okay. No, well, Christopher. I'm going to go sob in my room now. <laughs> That's okay. But yeah, it didn't... Uh, looking at some of the write-ups about it, it didn't get very good uh, reviews architecturally. Like, they said it oh. was too... Like, it wasn't modern enough. Like, it, it played it too safe and looked too much like the buildings built in the 90s. Oh. Like the late 90s in New York. I don't know enough about architecture to speak to that. Right. I thought it looked cool. I thought it looked cool. Because, I mean, if you're going to build it over a train yard, you don't want to do anything too Yeah, weird. crazy. I it mean, already has that huge walkout yeah. observation deck. Yeah, the highest and biggest. It's on the 100th floor. Yeah. Or 101st. Something like that. Something like that. It's it's high. Looks pretty legit. Yeah. That's not open yet, right? No, no, that's yeah, not. I was say that. That's and it's got a waiting list forever. Um, In the middle, there's a thing called Vessel. It's like a walkable art. Yeah, Project. yeah. That's All pretty cool. We'll, uh, hopefully we'll find a link to that. Tw- what did I, s- I sent you? It was like 25,000 stairs. Yeah, something If you like walk that. the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. It's over. It's like, like it's a couple insane. miles to walk the whole thing. Yeah. Um, we spent a good, probably 45 minutes just walking around in there. Going all the way up to the top. Yeah, we went to the top and a little freaky. <laughs> uh, I know they, they made a little bit of news because apparently by going on the premises, you agreed to, they own your photo, any photo you take on it. 
Did you oh. notice that? No, they did not have that posted. Yeah. Well, Appar- apparently it's it's on the website in the fine print. Huh. It's posted somewhere on the, on the grounds. But if you go to the vessel and take photos, they own the any photo taken. I mean, of the vessel. I'd I'd give them my photos. I'm not. I'm just using an iPhone. Your nudes. Like, yeah. You can have my nudes. <laughs> my nudes. Well, that's cool. Well, I uh, <laughs> the did vessel not have VR. Please send nudes. <laughs> I did not have a spring break. Womp my womp. uh, that's what for, happens when you change. I was gonna say I don't work for a school anymore. So <laughs> I work for I, I have my big boy pants on and work for a real job, <laughs> hey. a corporation, yeah. not a school. Uh, so one of the downsides. Hey, I, I could have sold I, out too. I may make more money, but I don't have spring break, Christmas break. Oh, I'm sorry, winter break. Yeah, you that's know, the problem. Anyone. I, I don't have I any of those cool jobs breaks. that might pay more, but the yeah, the breaks and just being oh, able right. to do so many different things. I get to do all kinds of stuff. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean that's a, that was your second trip to New York this school year. Yep, because you went up for fall break right when yep. we first started the podcast. Yep. So, except that was there. We went to the city for one night. And yeah. then the rest of the time, went we you. went up to the small towns in yeah. upper New York. You well, not really. You went apple picking, and it was, yeah, it, was, it was fun. You went on a romance trip with your wife. Well, I would have gone apple picking anyway. I've been apple picking before without a wife. It was, it was pretty I, fun. I've never gone apple picking. It's, it's pretty cool. I mean, I if know, you, I mean you I've just been just to get to be outside. Orchard. Yeah. No, and absolutely. I sent you that ice cream picture. That was awesome. All right. So we're going to go ahead and close it down. Uh, it's been a great <laughs> episode. I really want ice cream now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love ice cream is like my one vice. No. I don't smoke. Not I, I mean I drink occasionally, but Yeah, we're not huge drinkers. But I'm not food. I'm not even a big dessert guy, but I yeah. fucking love ice cream. Yeah. So if you want to know the way to my heart, it's ice cream. <laughs> not money. Not drugs. Yeah, yours is like not women. Yours is sugary dairy and mine's like salty starch. Ice cream. What's yours? Donuts? Like chips and stuff. Oh. Okay. You like donuts. <laughs> I, I donuts are okay. But I got to be in the mood to have a donuts. snack talk episode. <laughs> <laughs> this just, is, just nothing but snack talk this is weird yeah just just snack yeah, yeah, talk yeah, with um, brad and chris actually we could add a segment because you always try out all the new lays flavors oh yeah we could have you try them on the on well on i the looked podcast. at it this time i don't want them this time and you could you could give us a it's good like spicy dill pickle oh no fuck that and then um uh some other flavor that i just looked at and went fuck no you know why i never have to deal with that shit because I don't eat that shit. I just eat ice cream. <laughs> so I get to try, like, I don't know, peanut butter fudge cookie dough Ben and Jerry's. You know somewhere there's someone making, like, a hot wing blue cheese flavored ice Fuck cream. Fuck that. No. Although, you I do will love blue say, cheese. I'm going to give a plug. If you have a Jenny's, wherever you're listening to this, if you have a Jenny's ice cream, they have a, uh, oh, fuck. What is the name of that peanut butter? You tried it. Yeah. It the cayenne oh. pepper. I can't remember. Uh, they have a peanut butter flavor. I love peanut butter or anything. But yeah. we've talked about this on previous episodes where Brad and I ate a Reese. you know, we ate a Reese cup right on the air. It sounded almost inappropriate. It did a little bit, yeah. <laughs> a little weird. It doesn't translate quite quite as well over audio-only formats. <laughs> Sounds like Brad was sloppily making out with an animal. <laughs> Barn animal. All right, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, anyway, they have a uh, peanut butter flavor that has peanut butter... A little bit of coconut, a little bit of honey, and some cayenne pepper, and it is amazing. Roasted peanut butter and strawberry jam. Okay, that sounds pretty good, but that's not what I was thinking of. No, but I just saw that looking for peanut butter. It was the first peanut butter listed. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But I love her nutter pie. That shit's good. So uh, we should probably move on to your candy, because this is the longest intro we've ever had. We had a lot of catching up to do, I feel like. Yeah, we probably do. 
But these shows are also longer now. So That is true, since we're trying to space it out a little more. Yeah. Um, so also driving up to New York, some dude I met up there before I actually met him, we, we were running out of music to listen to. Because <laughs> that happens after 13 hours. I was say after a half a day drive. After going through all the weird 90s music. Somebody knows has a band, and I've heard the band. I just didn't know that this guy was in it as well, called uh, Sexy Heroes. Okay. It's like a uh, nerd punk. Yeah. It's like blank, but nerdy. Or Which like, is uh, funny, because they're already kind of nerdy. They're kind of nerdy, but not in like the, like, they're not singing about Luigi. Right, yeah. And uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. That's um, pretty good. You played, uh, we listened, we put it on the last time we played EDF. EDF. There's a new Earth, EDF, by the yeah, way. Yeah, Earth Defense Force. I just can't uh, play it. It's the last time we played it, we we put it on in in the background. It's pretty good. I like it. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It's got some catchy melodies. Yeah, good. I mean, yeah, it is very like blink in the in the sense of like the melodies, the catchiness. Mm-hmm. Lyrically, like you said, it's just a little little nerdier, but that's okay. It's not a bad thing. You love you love the nerdy stuff. You love nerdcore hip hop. Yeah, I like nerdcore. Well, I like some. There's some nerdcore where that I think it goes a little too far. Yeah. I can only put up with a little bit of it. I'm like borderline. That's why I'm a business casual nerd. Right, right. I, I'm, I'm probably my, more nerdy. You're the business casual. I'm I, the nerd. I have like half half of my body in the nerd water, in the nerd pool. The album, is, they have a couple albums, and you can actually find them on Spotify. I think they're on iTunes. I mean, whatever you want to find. I just, just don't pirate them. Yeah. No, no. These are guys just doing this, trying to, like, you know, make music. Yeah. Pay them. They're passionate about it. Yeah. One of the best ones. I don't know if you got to listen to it. The album is Interrobang. Like the other weird. Interrobang. That's Intero a weird bang. one. Um, they got a song about pirates. They got one about zombie invasion being a vacation. <laughs> That's good. Um, good topic. The the oddest title is uh, "Don't Throw Horseshoe Crab Shells Off All Train Vehicles." <laughs> um, but <laughs> one you. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Sorry. It is. But the one that you didn't get to hear that I thought you'd love because you liked the show so much, Bluffington Diaries. It's all about Doug. Oh, yeah. It's Doug moving to Bluffington. It's just a, it's like a yeah. Green Day song about Doug. And then in the bridge, do they just drop into a little doo-doo-doo-doo? Uh, and they probably can't because It's slightly it. referenced, but oh, it's okay. not like in there. See, that's all I need. Just a, just a I little think, tease. I think it was somewhere in the background you hear a little doo-doo-doo-doo. Just a little tease. Sorry, we interrupt this broadcast to sh- say that one of these dirty fucking Dallas Stars players are in the box. They came here to see stars, and all they see is Uranus. Oh, speaking of stars, we did... <laughs> <laughs> we, did, we did see a black hole today. On the day of this recording, they did, uh, scientists did unveil the first photograph of a, of a black hole. Yeah, it was cool. I, totally like skipping topics. Yeah, yeah, I did read about um, how they did that, the radio... Telescope array. Did you like, see how, how much globe. data? It was, cool. it was a lot. Five petabytes. Yeah. For and one they have image. even more that's already in that they haven't gotten to. Yeah. So the 29 year old MIT grad. I don't have the, her name off the top of my head. I don't but, remember. Um, she gave a TED talk two years ago talking about the ways that we could possibly photograph a black hole, a picture of a black hole. And uh, apparently she knew what she was talking about because two years ago or two years later, we get a photo of it yeah. from her. Yeah. From her team. It was cool. So It's a little fuzzy, but I mean, as far away as we're looking, it's going to be... And what we're looking at. Yeah, and what we're looking at a black hole. Oh, look at Big Body Boyle wreck that guy. <laughs> he, his stick. Watch no, his he, stick. I think he concussed him. Oh. Ew. Because his arms went up. Yeah. Oh, that dude is... Oh, he's still down. Yeah. Oh. 
Oh, we interrupt buddy. this podcast to uh, we don't want we don't ever want anyone injured. No, nope, but just, when you're Brian Boyle and you're what six fuck six six. Oh, he doesn't even know where he is. Look oh, at him. He is fuzzy. He he is wondering why people are now, clapping at him. <laughs> now in a game, if there's a big hit that let that makes a guy have to go sit out, cool. I just don't want him permanently injured. No, absolutely no, no, no. not. Like no. I don't want this guy to like miss the next game. No, 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 no. We, but if he's no. out the rest of this game, that's okay. But it's hockey. It's a physical yeah, yeah. game, and that wasn't that was a clean hit. He is skating off on his own. Yeah, it was uh, a clean hit. Whew. It'd be different if God, it was he dirty. He got lit up. He doesn't know where he is. No. Well, he didn't at first. I think he might now. I, I don't. I those salt, eyes were glazed. the salts might have helped. Those eyes were glazed. God. So Boyle is what six five six five six six. He's a big dude. He's a big boy. Uh, big frame. Big I mean, heart. The, he beat every leukemia. everyone who's every team he's ever played for loves him. Yeah, he he beat yeah. what leukemia, right? He played while he had cancer. Yeah, he played between treatments. So I I just feel like he's got to have the best shit talk. Oh yeah, it's like like I didn't I didn't beat leukemia to have to put up with your little whiny bitch ass. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> well, that guy's sitting down permanently. Uh, yeah, he's he's gonna be down for a little bit. Okay, uh, anyway, anyway, so back to regularly scheduled programming. Uh, anything else you've been listening to? So, um, well, since we were talking about black holes, oh, yeah. which goes to a, um, I mean, the middle of a blow, a black hole is a, uh, what's that? The middle of a blowhole. <laughs> <laughs> the middle of a black hole is a uh, blackout, which is something you've been listening to. Yeah, I have. So I don't even know where I found out about this, but uh, there's this podcast that I've been listening to. You know, we love to give you recommendations. Woohoo! Um. Don't yeah, know, we'll I plug others before we plug ourselves. Absolutely. Listening to this podcast called Blackout. If you look for Blackout on podcast apps, you might have to dig and find it. Um, just because there's some other podcasts called Blackout. Yeah, there's a few. I, I, I'll put it in the show notes. I don't remember exactly who they're, they're partnered with. Sonos and a couple other people that will make it a little easier to find. But it's uh, co-produced and stars Rami Malik or Rami Malik 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 Mal. I don't know. I've Mr. Robot, yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. The new creepy YouTube video. <laughs> Oscar Emmy winning actor. Uh, very talented. Anyway, it's an audio drama. So it's the first time I've ever actually listened to an audio drama uh, podcast. So most of the podcasts that I listen to are just like this one, where it's a couple people sitting around a table shooting the shit, or maybe it's news. But this is an actual fictional piece of work, like mm-hmm. a movie or a TV show, but it's just audio only. So it's it's like radio shows used to be back in the yeah. day. It's like that one that uh, the Apocalypse one Blair was listening to about a year ago. Yeah. I don't so, and this I is no similar. clue what it's called. But. This is similar because it's, it's about Blackout. So it's not completed yet, so it's still ongoing. They drop new episodes every Tuesday. Just listened to the most recent one this past Tuesday. It's really cool. It's set in New Hampshire in this little town called Berlin. I don't know if that hmm. is real or not, but the entire power grid goes down in the U.S. Don't know why. Don't there was know. a uh, NBC show that did the same thing a couple years ago that bombed I've, I've heard that this is doing better than that did yeah and th- this premise was a little better than that this is too. really well done so rami plays a dj he's a dad he's got two kids he's got a set of twins that are teenagers and basically you're just trying to kind of figure out what's going on it starts yeah. out like right when the right when everything goes to shit and again they live in this little idyllic new hampshire town so no riots or anything like that mm. but there's a whole deeper story you find out some people that may or may not be involved like I said, I'm still in the midst of it. I don't know how many episodes it's going to be. Um, five or six episodes in. It's really held my attention. Oh, cool. 
I mean, like I listened to the other one on the way into work and I could actually like feel my blood pressure. Like, nice. right, like it was actually really suspenseful. Oh, I thought it was only like two or three episodes. in. No, it's, it's oh, okay. yeah, it's a handful in and it's, it's really good. It's really well done. So I'm really interested to see where they go with it so far. I think it's, I don't know. I think it's pretty good. I recommend it. Cool. I'll have to go listen to that. Yeah. I think Blair, Blair texted me about it today. So I think she may have started listening. Yeah. I think she said yesterday that she was, that she had done the first one. Yeah. Because she was driving around a bunch yesterday. It's pretty cool because, like, when the blackout happens, they interrupt TV and they're like, the president's about to make an address about uh, national, an important national security issue. Yeah. And then everything just goes out. <laughs> so they never so you find don't out know what it is. if it's like, you know, is it Russia? You know, you know, yeah. like, you have no idea. And then you kind of start to meet some other characters and start to kind of figure out some stuff, but I don't think everything is going to be what it seems to be. It's power gnomes. The little hamster stopped running in his wheel. Yes. So anyway, that's been really good. I've been listening to that. I uh, also binged. We'll talk about it a little more later, but there's also a podcast that I listen to called The Dropout, uh, which is about Theranos, the startup company uh, with Elizabeth Holmes. We'll talk about that a little bit later because we actually just watched an HBO documentary documentary about it. So I just couldn't get enough of that story. So I watched both the documentary yeah. and listened to a podcast about it. such a weird story. It is. It's incredibly so fascinating. Odd. That but, nobody ever caught on either. That was the... Yeah, very wild. So uh, the only other thing I've been listening to that I checked out was, so we, you know, we're a fan of early 90s country. Dad and I both grew up listening to some early 90s country. We've talked, I think, before that we we both really liked Brooks and Dunn. Mm -hmm. So their first album came out in 91. Now this year they're getting inducted to the Country Music Hall of Fame. Pretty cool. Been around forever, but they've been on a hiatus for a little bit, kind of doing solo work. Kicks Brooks is the host of one of the country countdown shows. Don't know which one. Uh, American Country Countdown, maybe? ACC? Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, he's been doing that for quite some time. And then Ronnie Dunn, who's American the vocalist. Country Countdown. Yep. Yeah. Ronnie Dunn, the, the main vocalist. Woo! Dirty Woo-hoo! fucking dangles, boys! We just scored. Sorry. Don't know who. I just saw it. Uh, it looks like Yossi. All right. Hold on. We're going to uh, take a second and watch a replay. Yep. So we are what? About 12 minutes into the first period. Yep, 12, 12, 12. And we fully, fully recognize that by the time this comes out, we may be on to the next uh, series. We, we may, may be, be completely eliminated. out of the Who playoffs. Knows? <laughs> Who knows? But as the time of this recording, uh, Roman Yossi oh, just fucking man. got a dirty ass goal. Backhander. Woo! That was pretty. Damn. All right, so that's fun. So your Preds are up one to nothing. Woo! Hell yeah. Your so, pre- my preds are your preds. I meant your as in the listeners. Oh, because if you're listening good. to this podcast, you're by God, you're a fucking preds fan. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care if you're listening. I don't. I think one of our listeners might even be in Ohio. Sorry, Columbus. Fuck off. You're a preds fan. No, though. I mean they got Jones. I like Jones. Nope. Okay, I'm not gonna have that. I'm not gonna take that stance. You also didn't watch. You weren't watching the preds when Jones was here. That's true. So. I mean, no, I I knew enough about him. To oh know, man, I was sad when we got rid of him, but so, we got Johansson, so it went. Anyway. True. All right, so Brooks and Dunn, um, so they are back together, and uh, they never really like broke up, but they're they just they're back retired for a while. Yeah, they took some time off. One and... went and made a winery. The other, oh yeah, so Kix does the no clue the... what he did. So but... Kix does the country countdown, and he also opened a winery here in Nashville, yes. Arrington Vineyards, which is done really well. Yeah, it's a, it's really it's a nice because you can just go and just hang out. It's very nice. They yeah. got all this green space. You can just take. They don't yeah. serve food, but you can bring food, buy one of their bottles, and just go and have a out. picnic. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's cool. They got kind live the music all the time. Yeah, it's really nice. Uh, so, so that's Kicks. He's kind of like the guitar player sideman, and then Ronnie Dunn is the vocalist. I like as when you said guitar player, you're I, over I, here I playing an air guitar. With my, yeah, absolutely. Well, that's just what I do. 
Uh, so Ronnie did a solo album. Didn't he had a weird thing like he didn't get airplay, and he went on a rant on country music radio and on Facebook and social media that didn't go real well. I don't know if you've noticed this, but when you tend to bitch and moan about the people that you think are doing you wrong and publicly lash out at them, they they don't really respond by caving in, for the most part. So uh, I'm sure that's part of the reason they've kind of gotten back together. So anyway, they are back, and instead of putting out new material, trying to fit into this weird country world, because country music is in a little bit of an identity crisis with your bro country, with your hippie country, Casey Musgraves, with your traditional country talking about God and guns in America. You got a weird, weird dichotomy of country. So they just decided to do something called Reboot, where they literally took like 10 or 12 of their greatest hits and re-recorded them with today's country stars and kind of let each country star that they partnered with let them guide the direction of the song. So the album is kind of all over the place as far as like production goes because it literally, like Casey Musgraves does one of the songs. She's kind of like this weird hippie country. So it's a little less traditional country sounding. Then you have like Luke Combs on one of the other songs. He's another new country artist who is very more like uh, much more traditional country. So his has got steel guitar. Anyway, it's pretty cool. I think it's a really cool idea. They called the album Reboot, which I think is a fun, fun play on words. You're rebooting your career, boots with country, start over the next generation, if you will. So, you know, kind of the old timey people helping in the newcomers. But it's a, it's a pretty cool album. I've, uh, I can't say I've listened to every song on it, but I've listened to over half the album. Casey Musgraves is still the standout song. I think she covered a song called Neon Moon, which is one of my favorite. I think probably one of your favorite. Yeah. The two or three I've heard of are pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. They were just on the ACM Awards last week, uh, and they did Brand New Man, which is another one of their huge songs with Luke Combs. Great. Fun. I think it's a brilliant idea. I don't know if they came up with it or if the record label came up with it, but to me, I think it, I don't know. Again, brilliant idea. It's a good way to get their music out to new people. Well, and they're still relevant because there's so many times where these older artists come out of retirement or come back and they try to do the same stuff or they try to sound, keep up with the Joneses of the current time. And that just doesn't sound right. It falls flat. It's embarrassing. And it's like, okay, well, that was... Fucking embarrassing! Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. So I think it was a really smart decision on their their end. Uh, Whoever came up with that, it it was a cool idea. So check it out. Brooks and Dunn Reboot. Dropped at the beginning of April. Should be available pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Got any other music stuff? I've just been repeating old music. I mean, you heard me today. I had musical Tourette's all day long. I uh, I have been listening to a lot of Eric Church, which we've talked about on some previous yeah. episodes, because my beautiful wife, Aubrey, had a birthday at the end of March, and I surprised her with some... She's a huge Eric Church fan. It's her favorite artist, hands down. She has never seen him live which is hysterical because I toured with him for a month (laughs) in Canada all the damn time. I saw him 16 shows. I think we did in a month. So I saw him 16 times. I wasn't even into the guy until Aubrey. Like I listened to some of the stuff through Aubrey. Yeah. And then I became a big fan all because of her. And then uh, after I came off the road touring, uh, he came to our hometown, Evansville, Indiana. My wife was three weeks away from giving birth to our first son. So she couldn't go. Don't recommend concerts for uh, the hearing damage that could potentially happen to the fetus. Uh, so she didn't go. So I took her sister, who is a, is also a big fan. But That's so Aubrey didn't awkward. get to go. No, it wasn't. It was fun. I'm super tight with her sister. So And then the most recent time that Eric Church came through Nashville, my wife had literally given birth to Beckett, our youngest son. 
like two or three days prior. Yeah. So she wasn't, wasn't going to happen. She wasn't going downtown to an arena for a big concert. So anyway, he is coming to Nashville. He's playing the Titans NFL Stadium, which is the first time he's ever done that. Huge 60,000 seat uh, outdoor arena. Anyway, I surprised her with tickets. Woohoo! It's in May. Next Yay! Month. So kind of excited about that. I kind of thought you were going to leave it a surprise and just. I thought about it, but since tell we tell her to you arrange... were going to do stuff down here, like have a oh. weekend away from the kids down here, but oh. we're doing eh. what? He doesn't handle surprises well. So, and I'm also. A horrible I think if that keeper. surprise would have. I'm a horrible secret well, no, you keeper. Don't, you don't say, oh, there's a surprise. I'm not going to tell you. you like, no, no, no. I, we're going to yeah. go out to dinner. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. I just told her because she she very, she very likes to play in with the kids. Okay, fair Our enough. Our kids don't get babysitters often. Right. I mean, we just don't go out a whole lot. Yeah, I'll find this out. So, yeah, you will. You will very soon. <laughs> well, especially but, since we don't have family in town. No, 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 no. I'll be the first to say, term. like, some people are just are a lot better at it. You know, Aubrey and I were piss poor broke for the first couple yeah. of years that our kids were born, so we never went out. So our kids just don't, and we didn't have any family here. Uh, with them being back in Indiana, we have family. Both both grandmas are around. So, you know, they're able, we have free babysitters. But we also have some babysitters that we pay, that we trust, that we like. Mm-hmm. And we can actually afford to do that now. Uh, so since we don't do it all the time, we kind of like to prep the kids for it. Because they're very rare that they're not around mom or dad. Yeah. So anyway, I did spill the beans and told her. Her birthday was at the end of March. So I was like, hey... You know, I didn't get you much for your birthday. You know, we went out to dinner. I'm like, yeah. didn't get you anything for your birthday because yes, yeah. she freak out. Yeah, she was really excited. She was really shocked um, because she had been asking me for tickets for months. She's like, can we go? And the tickets were literally like 250 bucks. Yeah, for cheap. Like, I'm those for the cheap ones. I'm a tight wad. Like I said, I know money's kind of opened up a little bit for us, but I'm like, I'm not not that much with fees and everything else. I'm like, fuck that. No, I and. I'm totally not opposed to asking people for favors, but it is like well known that you don't ask industry people. Yeah, you don't ask music. in Nashville. You don't ask for Nashville just because it's very hard to come by them. It's not that they don't want to help, but everyone since Nashville is Music City, the record labels here, the publishing companies here, the management companies here, all of these people want tickets right. to come if you're one of their clients, so they want to come. You could have an entire concert in Nashville and never sell a ticket because 100%. so many people just want them for free. 100%. So, like, the rule of thumb in Nashville is, hey, you know, don't ask for Nashville tickets, not because we don't want to help you, but because it's it, you're not going to get them unless you're part of the team that is with them. Uh, so, anyway, I actually called in a favor. I was that guy, and I even said it in the first line of the email that I sent to, to someone that yeah. I, I know that was incredibly generous. I was like, look, I know I'm being that guy. My wife has never seen Eric. I can't swing tickets. If you can help, that would be amazing for her birthday. If you can't, I won. If anybody understands, I understand because I did this for five years. Yeah. In Nashville. And they're like, oh, no, absolutely. Gotcha. Would love to help. And uh, so I actually got some some great tickets from some great people. So pretty awesome. They will probably never listen to it. But if they do, we're not going to say their names. So nobody else asks them. But thank you. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And no, I, I sent an email in all caps. Just like, <laughs> dude, 80 exclamation points. You are amazing. Thank you so much. She's going to be so excited. Yeah. And I'm excited, too, just because he's honestly one of the best concerts I've ever seen. He's so cool. good live. So Where are the seats at? That I don't I won't know until I pick them up. We'll call. Oh, nice. So they're usually I mean, for comp seats, you usually get as an artist like in your rider. It depends on the venue, but you usually get some decent seats. I mean, they're not like you're not right. giving up front row on right, the floor, right, right. but um but the you're last not stuck time, in the nosebleed no 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 the last time i saw him actually in evansville it was lower bowl side of the stage 
Okay. Cool. Like, not directly side of the stage, but like one or two sections yeah, yeah. further. So oh, that's fine. The equivalent of center ice. Yeah. In a hockey game. Yeah. So, like, fifth row. So, cool. I mean, still really good. Again, I'm sure there's a long list of people that well, are going Church to the show. Eric Church also isn't dancing around the stage all over the place either. No, you're, so. not, you're not going for that. Yeah. It's not like you're going to, like, have some bad sight lines for half the show. No. He's, so, he's I've, I've said it before. front and center and just stays there. Yeah, absolutely. And I've said it before. I think he's, he's hands down my favorite artist in country music right now and in the last 10 years, probably. I, I just he, think he's very genuine. Uh, there's no bullshit. It's not, mm. you know, he likes, everyone labels him as like outlaw country, but to me, it's just, it's just real. I don't know. It's just what country was. Uh, well, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, he, he's a guy that grew up in North Carolina from a very small town. His dad was a police chief. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, he just has lived that life. He grew up listening to, you know, Waylon and yeah. Johnny Cat, all these people. And it, and it's just, you know, it's his spin on it. He's just a more modern sounding eighties, early nineties country. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and he writes... Except for the weird yelping part during yeah. the snake. <laughs> the snake. He writes like 90-some-odd percent of his songs, so I also yeah. love that. So I mean, he's he's just immensely talented. Yeah. I think that's the most time we've spent on music or... or in a long earworms time. Earworms And you time. still have one more concert to go to before then, maybe. Oh, yeah, that's You true. might be going with me to the Dream Theater concert. That will be a first. You'll be popping my Dream Theater cherry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's not a business casual nerd podcast if we don't make you uncomfortable at least once. <laughs> it's true. I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. I'm yeah, uncomfortable and him. I said it. I saw him in Cincinnati outdoor with Queensryche. Queensryche? Queensryche and Fate's Warning. Wow. Nobody ever has ever heard of Fate's Warning. Nope. Um, Queensryche is kind of nuts. It was hotter than hell. It was that's, almost that's summer. That's the only downside to those outdoor but, shows. As soon as, like, Dream Theater got halfway through the set, we were all almost miserable and about to say, fuck it. It started raining just enough to cool you off, but not to make you soaked. So it was actually good. Nice. Um, and I mean, then we I got to the car that. and it downpoured, and we got stuck downtown Cincinnati, and a hooker chased down our car. Oh, nice. That uh, arena is pretty cool, or that um, amphitheater, if you will, yeah. in Cincinnati is pretty cool. Uh, the one we were at was... They have, they have a smaller one a venue one. in the back of a bar. Like, oh. Like, there's, a, like, a... There was a bar. It's not the one I'm thinking of. No, no, no. It's uh, I can't remember the name. They have a smaller, like, again. they have one that's like a little bit smaller than Ascend here in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Probably like, I don't know, five, six, seven thousand. And then they have a big, like, yeah. what Starwood used to be in Nashville, where it's like 15,000. I mean, this one fit quite, it fit a few thousand. It might be the same one. Um, then. But like, there's this front building you have to go through and there's mer- all the merch is inside, but it was big enough to fit three bands worth of merch. Oh, nice. And then it had like a bar where you could get like drinks and water and all that. And we, we could only get water because we didn't have fake IDs. We were, we were on the up, we were kids that were on the up and up. You were there for the music, man. You were there yeah. for the alcohol. Oh, we were. And at the end, my friend Gordon, who went with me, drove, drove up from Nashville to Owensboro. We drove all the way to Cincinnati, went to the concert, drove all the way back. But at the end... Mike Portnoy took one of his symbols and she said, who wants this? And chucked it out into the crowd. He jumped up, grabbed it, wrestled a guy for it and left, left with it for home. Nice. So we had a symbol signed by Mike Portnoy. That's awesome. It was awesome. That's very cool. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I'm just a fan of live music in general. So yeah, if it works out in the office, we've been listening to the, like the other concerts they've done already. Oh yeah. Yeah. all the instrumentation is great still. Oh, yeah. But his his voice is getting a little, yeah, uh, hoping yeah. it's just a recording. But then again, he's an operatic singer and he's getting older. So I, it's going to happen. I have found, and I'm sure you've found this too, but when you hear a live 
when you hear a recording of a live show. Yeah, it does not sound good at all. When you're there and you're in yeah. the elements, it's so loud. It all kind of mushes together. Right. It, it's a, a lot less forgiving when you yeah. hear a dry recorded version. So that's what I'm hoping is that it's, hard it's because it's because it's live. Yeah, it's and it's hard a tea pack, which is going to be weird. That is a weird venue. Yeah, I've actually I mean, never been to tea pack. You've never been to tea pack? Oh. Nope. In my we're, four, we're actually in the 14, 15 years in Nashville. We're in the full like big theater hall too. Oh, nice. Tennessee Performing Arts Center for those of you that aren't yeah. in Nashville that are listening, which may be one or two of you. Like when a bro- when a traveling Broadway show comes in, yeah, it's the where the their place. concert is is the stage they that they do those Broadway shows in. So it's a full size theater stage. Yeah, um, they tried to come that's last year. Cool. Oh yeah, that's but they you, got you put it in got War confused. Memorial, and somebody told them the incorrect stage. Yeah, and they had to cancel the show because their stuff would not fit. Kind of a big deal. Yeah. So they came. They came back. They're here. They're gonna play. I'm gonna go see them because we'll probably never come back again. <laughs> I don't know that. <laughs> they didn't that's, sell. That's they cool. haven't sold out yet, so I don't think they'll come back. Well, I, I hope we get to go. Well, I hope I get to go. You're going regardless, but yeah, I'll go either way. But um, it'd be cool to go. Just, just something different. I think his. I think his guy will pull through. So. Yeah. All right. So we move on uh, to talkies. I don't think I've listened to anything else. So uh, talkies. Uh, so last episode, which dropped, I don't know, two weeks ago, we talked about the, the drama at the moment was Steven Spielberg had apparently petitioned the Academy of Motion, Academy of, what is it, the Academy of Motion Picture of Arts and Sciences? Yeah. Right? Something like that. So some amalgamation of, of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Academy of whatever. Uh, so Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts and Sciences. That's what I, yeah, I think that's right. But could be wrong. Anyway, he had petitioned them, supposedly. I don't know if there ever was actually any official word. I mean, I think it was pretty much on the record without being on the record. Yeah. He can do that. But uh, saying that Netflix should be, and we discussed this at, in link, so we won't rehash it, but Netflix should be ineligible to be uh, to win Oscars. Right. Uh, and this is just after the most recent Oscars has come out. Roma had won. So we have a little bit of an update on that. So the Department of Justice caught wind of, of that news of Mr. Spielberg and said, uh, hey, you better not do this, Academy, because this will be basically antitrust. Right. You, you are stifling competition. Yeah. You can't it, you can't illegal. say, hey, you can't compete against us when you make the same thing. Right. Exactly. Uh, and ironically, also in that same time period from between when Spielberg made this, this plea to the Academy and the Department of Justice came out and, and said this, Spielberg appeared on stage at an Apple event. I'm a huge Apple fan. But I, I couldn't stand the hypocrisy of this. Appeared on stage <laughs> at an Apple event touting a new series that he is developing for Apple's new streaming service, which is, you know, it's not released yet, but it's supposedly going to be like a net Netflix, HBO type competitor. Um, so it was like, oh, okay, you're, you're directly competing against Netflix. He was okay with that, though, because he's making a series. He's making a series, but it's like... Yeah, so if they offered you a But a it's movie? an Apple service, so he shouldn't be able to win an Emmy like he wants to. He should only be able to win a, uh, a Grammy. A Webby. No, he can only win a <laughs> Grammy because it's yeah. Apple's yeah. It's Apple system, and they're they're a music company. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the hypocrisy is real. Um, I, I was kind of glad that the department – that was – honestly, I was a little surprised when I saw that with the department. Yeah, I think I actually saw that before you did this yeah. time. Normally, like, I'm behind, and – but I was excited. I was like, whoa. It's like, hey, Department of Justice coming through, dropping and saying, hey, no, you can't do that. Just so, drop the hammer. I think that's kind of cool. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's all we got for updates. But we also got a couple other things to talk about in yeah. talkies. There was a um, some, I don't like even. a student 
I don't know if it was a student film or just a guy. I think it was a student film where they they cut a trailer together. Yeah, and I kind of hope they turn it into an actual, like, student film that they release. Somebody released a serious tone. It was a reimagining. Yes. Well. Kind of. It was a prequel. So it it was a prequel with a serious tone on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Intro. Yeah. Literally just the intro. Yeah. What happened before he went to Bel-Air? So if you if you so one of my favorite comedy shows, comedy television sitcoms of all time is the first. Oh, Prince it's Miller, fantastic! Which ironically is not available on any streaming services. No, but Nick at Night shows the living hell yes, out of it. Yes, it's in syndication. If like you crazy. have if you have Comcast or uh, what is it up north? Cox Spectrum. Cox, not Spectrum. Um, Comcast is up north. They're based in Philly. Yeah, they're based in Philly, but New York has oh they have like, that whatever more north. Yeah, they yeah, have yeah. something else. They have it on their on demand. I've got it on DVD. Check your on-demand. You all probably have Fresh Prince. I it's, love it. It's a fantastic show. It's one of show. my favorite shows of yeah. all time. It's one of those shows that was always on on TBS. The only problem it ever had was the whole Aunt Viv problem. Ah, I thought they handled it perfectly. They broke the fourth wall all the time. They did. And they, they, they totally did it the right way. Right. The, on tongue the show, cheek. they handled it tongue-in-cheek. But the the way they got there oh, yeah, yeah. behind the scenes was bullshit. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. how they handled it on air when they were stuck <laughs> with that situation was great. Was great. Yeah. Because I, I, I think the director got in trouble for doing that too, and he's like, "I'm gonna keep doing it. You didn't re- you recasted someone in the middle of the show. I'm gonna yeah, do this. We're gonna address it. Yeah, it's the elephant in the room. Yeah, again, I I think it's one of one of the funniest sitcoms I've ever seen. So they they did this uh, reimagining of the intro, and if you go back and watch the pilot of Fresh Prince of Bel Air, they have an extended intro, kind of setting up yeah, the yeah, whole. Yeah. It's like a because there's a full song that actually right, right. was released. So it's like a three minute, yeah. two and a half minute. Thing, whereas, you know, as it got on later and later, it was only like 30 seconds yeah. or whatever. But this is a more serious There's tone. The whole you're moving with your yeah. auntie and uncle to ballet. Yeah. Or, you know, he got in the, the fight on the playground. But it's a serious retelling. Yeah, like he, and it's really he well gets done. in the argument. They go or like he's walking down the street and then they get in a Pull a gun little, on him. And, yeah, yeah, they, they get and in he a goes to tussle and then he gets caught with a gun. He's going to go to jail. So his mom says, hey, I'm sending him out of town. They send him to Bel Air. Yeah, it's great. Every, it's very creative. really hard ass. Yeah, and yeah, Uncle Phil, all your favorites. Or are Uncle in. Phil, kind of fuck. I'm an idiot. Kind of sad that they can't reboot, not reboot, but they can't bring it back since Uncle Phil died. I mean, he's, he's the unsung hero of the, he of is. the show. I mean, tr- ugh, man, I, I fucking love that show. I think I it'd be cool it to bring back because, like, the last episode said, Will was moving on, and they all that. did. They all went to college. Carlton and Will right, went to college. Right. Yeah, I think it'd be cool to have show where Will is now. Yeah, and then who was the littlest? Yeah, Nikki. Uh, Nikki. Yeah. Have Nikki move in with him. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. That'd be cool. Like he did with Phil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like he got out of college and like stuff went wrong. He came out of rehab and had to go move in with someone. He moves in with cousin, cousin yeah. Will. If that show didn't make you fucking tear up, <laughs> you have no soul. You have no soul. <laughs> that episode where Will's dad comes back oh, and bails on him cool. is incredible for people that I, and you can knock will smith all you want but that dude acting in that at 22 years old or whatever unbelievable for a freaking tv sitcom yes unreal and uncle phil with you know james avery the voice of splinter yep in the animated teenage mutant ninja turtles the original animated teenage Mutant Ninja and uh, the new very very historic broadway actor too as well yeah Um, dude could do everything such a great show yeah you know, Alfonso Rubiero, whatever, Carlton Dance, 30 years later, still it's trying to still, relevant. still trying to hold on to the spotlight, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, it's it's a great show. So anyway, we'll link to that in the show notes. It's pretty cool. So 
you've watched this next one. I haven't watched it. So talk to me about Afterlife. So Ricky Gervais has a new show. It's on Netflix. It was uh, eight episodes long, I think. It just got picked up for a second season. Yeah, it got picked up before the, I think right before the first one, the first season dropped. Like yeah. it had enough high reviews that they picked it up for a second season. Yeah. It's very Ricky Gervais. Um, he basically just plays himself as an asshole. <laughs> which he does well. Which he does I mean, extremely he does, well. Yeah. But this, at least, he comes back and like has some heart to it. Not like the office heart where you're like, oh, I just feel bad for him. Oh, or you're an awkward a... person. Yeah, no, no, no. This, like, he's he's figuring stuff. Like, his wife dies. He can't handle it, so he's just an asshole who wants to die. Yeah. Then he realizes he kind of shouldn't die based on interactions. It's just his interactions with other people that lead him to start being a better person after he thought the world shit on him and he wants to die. So, But cool it was idea. pretty cool. Like, the whole thing is his life was his wife. Or his yeah. wife was his life. She dies, so he's he's basically dead inside, so he's in the afterlife. Right. And it's him like growing back into it. It was it was pretty good. He's Finding in this, himself and all that. He's in this British town that doesn't exist because it's always it's picturesque. It's perfect. It's gotcha. It's always sunny. He could walk to a we beach. We all know that's not what Britain's yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> it's fucking drizzly and depressing. Yeah. Um But like it's a small, quaint town, like he takes his dog to the beach just by walking there. Oh, that's nice. And, but then, like, he, it's kind of, it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's pretty. I've good. been wanting to check that out. I might, I might start watching that with Aubrey. Uh, I'll, I'll throw in. If she doesn't want to watch it, I'll watch it again. Oh, okay. Because well, I... I, there's stuff I know I missed. Yeah. So we, uh, speaking of Aubrey, my wife, we watched a show that is also on Netflix called Working Moms, um, and it is exactly what you would think from the title about moms that just had a baby it's a comedy it's uh honestly it's from a woman that was in you would recognize her she is in how i met your mother one episode but you would know her as the woman that ted accidentally proposes to <laughs> him brings her parents and yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, Catherine Reitman Reitman Her? stars in it directs it uh apparently oh, wait no 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 i'm thinking of conceptual i know who it is i was thinking of the one that he the crazy oh. fucking one who no threw shit out the window. Oh, I had him backwards in yeah, my head yeah. for some reason. Yeah, no, I was thinking of Jeanette, but no, yeah, the the one whose parents show up, she's like, "This is my fiance." He's like, "Oh no!" What? Any? Any left? And and the dad, you hear the dad like, "I told you it wasn't real." <laughs> Shut up, dad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, one of Brad Knight's favorite shows is How I Met Your Mother. If you oh, ever got fantastic. that. Uh, anyway, so working moms, it's this show generation's friends. Uh, yes. So it's eight or ten episodes. So it's about moms that just had babies getting back into the workplace. Um, I can relate, obviously, because I have two kids. I'm not a working mom, but mom, my wife can really relate as she's a mother um, and did work. Now she stays at home with the kids. But uh, it's a comedy, a little bit of a drama mixed in. So dramedy, maybe, I guess. Uh, but anyway, it, it, I love I would, me a dramedy. If you have kids, I would recommend watching it because I think you can relate. If you don't have children, I'm not saying you can't enjoy it. It may not resonate with you, but it, it's pretty funny. Um, I'll watch it in a couple years. How about that? A li- little over the top in some spots, but some really genuinely funny moments of, of these moms trying to get back into the workforce, all the bullshit they have to put up with, which is unfortunate and ridiculous. Um, but, you know, good old hijinks ensue kind of show. Um, oh, nice. Of, of moms and, and babies. And I think it does a pretty good job of portraying marriages after having children or relationships after having children and the struggles that you can have working moms. Check that out. We watched a documentary at your house. 
Yes. It was like two weeks ago, maybe at this point, one week ago. Yeah. You um, and Blair both fucking fell asleep. I fell asleep for like <laughs> 10 minutes. In the middle, I, got, I woke back up and saw the end. She was out after like, what, 15, 20? Well, okay. She's pregnant. She's yeah, got, yeah. She always she's has gonna, the trump card. She's going to sleep forever. Yeah, she always no. has the trump card because you literally can give her shit about it and she will and has said, I'm growing a child inside of me. Yeah, yeah. Fuck and off. then we go, okay, never mind. And you're like, okay, touche, fine. Yeah, yeah. I had no excuse, but I fell asleep for five, no, maybe I know, ten I'm just minutes. Giving you shit. Um, I will say, I and was it the was one a that low really point wanted. in the documentary. It, it was it's slow. It got. It's a documentary. I mean, it, the the beginning wasn't slow. It got to a point where it just kept repeating the same yeah. thing over and over. That, and then I woke up as it finished that. Luckily, so I got to see the resolution. So well, I will be the first to say I was the one that yeah. like texted this to you and Blair. And was like, oh, hey, when we you should watch this. I saw it uh, like two days, like the day it posted before you said it. Oh, really? Like when you were gone to Evansville. So the show is called Inventor yeah. Out, Out for, for Blood. Blood in Silicon Valley. So it is about a company called Theranos. You've probably heard a little bit about them because it's been all over the news lately because of this documentary. There's a book that just came out uh, written by a Wall Street Journal reporter. I don't see how this much money was involved. Blood and invested, and nobody checked on anything. This is about a startup in Silicon Valley uh, founded by a 19-year-old Stanford dropout named Elizabeth Holmes that was going to revolutionize, quote-unquote, be the apple of the medical industry where they were going Mm -hmm. to have this machine in your home. Uh, I think they called it, they call it the Da Vinci? No, it was... Edison. 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 Anyway, I knew she, it was she was a very big fan of Thomas Edison, who in history has yeah, has a little bit of a weird track record after the yeah, fact. Done, yeah. done kind of the same thing. Like he well, got an end result, though. <laughs> he, he was the Steve Jobs before Steve Jobs. Yes. He was very much into the showmanship. Right. He would make it work eventually if given a, the, given enough time to the nerds out there who've never been interested in electricity and the engineering behind it at the time. You need to really go read up on the back and forth between Edison and Tesla. Yeah, absolutely. It gets real fucking weird and really interesting. And then go watch The Prestige. Yeah, then watch <laughs> The Prestige just as a fiction thing that just makes Tesla seem like a badass. Yeah. And then go back and watch Inventor Out of Full Blood and you'll see how they relate. So she started this company. They were basically, she claimed they had this machine that they had invented and they were going to be able to do over 200. And then eventually they claimed 1,000 different most common blood tests off of a single one or two drops of blood from a finger prick versus having to go through the elbow. I'm sure most of the listeners have had to have their blood drawn for a yearly physical or whatever, where you have to do the venous stick in the elbow. It's if not you haven't, go get a fucking physical man. Right. Lady, girl, I, I, I will dude, be the first chick, to say, whatever you are. I'm not creeped out by needles. I just stroke. I hate them. You hate them. I, I but I still do them. it. Yeah, you still because do Because we need to do it. Right, absolutely. Um, but it, it's not a pleasant experience. No. No matter how good the nurse is. I've had the best nurses that are so good at it. It's I've actually had a couple nurses where I didn't feel a thing, which was great. Yeah. Most of them cranked down my arms sore. I want to punch them in the face. Yeah, but the whole experience. Like, getting a finger prick is way better. Way more convenient. You don't have to go through nearly as much. Right. So, anyway, they were going to have these little vials where they could literally, if you've had a finger stick, which you probably have more than likely had that, versus if you haven't had the elbow draw, Mm -hmm. you've had the finger stick where they just, you get the little... Basically, like a hole punch. I call it a hole punch. A little hole punch on your on your fingertip. <laughs> they squeeze it. A little drop of blood comes out. They put it in a vial. Whatever. You got it probably as a kid more than as an adult. Yeah. Because as an adult, they want bigger quantities of blood. So anyway. A lot of corporations are moving to finger pricks for biometric screenings on site. Exactly. 
So this company was going to revolutionize everything because they had finally found out a way to do cholesterol and all of these different, you know, normal <coughs> things. <coughs> and as Brad is coughing and saying, it was complete and utter bullshit. They were valued at one point over $900 million. No. I think they billion? reached a billion, I thought, didn't was they? It? Yeah. Regardless. A lot of fucking money that someone should have checked of money. on. And they had all of these dignitaries, former secretaries of state, all of these famous people that were on their board, and every fucking bit of it was a sham. Yep. Every bit of it. And... Like, they tried. Like, the people they, they who were worked trying. there thought they were trying to get it. I think she knew that it wasn't ever going to work. Yeah. She was obsessed with Steve Jobs. They, they do a really good... Well, I mean, she wore the same clothing... She thought she was going to be this revolutionary person. She grew up in a very waspy family. Her father was part of Enron. She was used to billions. When she was asked as a child what she wanted to be when she grew up, she said a billionaire. Yeah. So the the, the fucking, all the ingredients were there. Yeah. And I'll correct myself. I don't think she knew it wasn't going to work. She was delusional. Delusional enough that she thought she could, she could make get it, it to work even though it defied the laws of physics. Yeah, and she literally had her former professors at at Stanford, which she only did a year there. She did one she took yeah. one like biochemistry class. Yeah. That's the funny part about it. Like she wasn't this savant. She like she did class. do she did do some stuff in high school that was well ahead of where she should have been for high school. Well, her first idea that she presented but, at at Stanford, she presented to her you know, mentor or guidance counselor type person yeah. for her program. And they basically said, yeah, this is not physically possible. She wanted, right. she had this patch. You could put this patch on your arm. It was going to detect if you had an infection. If you did, then it was going to, through the patch, deliver antibiotics, which antibiotics cannot be delivered through a patch. No. They have to be injected. She was very big on nanotechnology. Yeah, injected or ingested, which is how antibiotics work. And even that patch broke the laws of physics. And they told her that, and she said, okay, fine, I'll go find somebody that'll tell me I can do this. If we can teach you anything on a nerd podcast (laughs) to nerds who are not as big of nerds in this area, you cannot break the laws of physics. They exist for a reason. You are not in a black hole (laughs) that was recently photographed. You cannot break the laws Which, by the way... Oddly enough, looks like the Eye of Sauron yes, from Lord does. of the Rings. So I think we found Mordor, guys. It's fucking 38 million light years away, but it's there. It's going to be a long fucking walk. Sorry, Frodo. Uh, anyway, so this Your documentary may not make it. This documentary also, like I said in, uh, in our listening section, uh, there's a really great podcast. If you if you don't have access to HBO and can't watch The Inventor, there is a podcast called The Dropout, which is done by ABC News, which is the same story uh, broken up into eight or ten episodes about her name is Elizabeth Holmes, this this woman that founded this company. Um, she was on the cover of Forbes. She was on the cover of Times. She was... She even won, like, one of the, like, people of the year for the Forbes. The 100 most inf- influential yeah. people for Time. Oh, was it for um, Time? I thought it was I Forbes. mean, she, she was a rock star. I mean, she was the Steve Jobs. She really was. She became the Steve Jobs of of the medical industry. I mean, she was heralded as this brilliant breakthrough. I mean, you listen to people talk about her and they're like, she's the next Renaissance. She's the next Leonardo da Vinci, where she is this, this Renaissance person that comes around once in a generation that revolutionizes everything. And it was all bullshit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So they finally, they struck a deal with uh, Walgreens where they had their testing centers. They were providing testing centers for a drop of blood. All of that was fake. They were actually taking the samples 
that they claim they were testing on site in their machines. And Walgreens knew about this. No, they didn't. I thought I thought they said that Walgreens knew they were having to send them in. They, they lied to Walgreens mail. about something. So Walgreens is is also now suing them. But for... Walgreens should have known that when they were mailing something in. Yeah. Because Walgreens knew the machines they had wouldn't they, run They yet. said it was because the demand was so high. So they lied to Walgreens and said demand was so high that their machines couldn't keep up with the amount of people coming through the door wanting these blood tests. Okay, I misunderstood how they were yeah, yeah. saying that then. Okay. Uh, they actually only I got... I was awake F- during that part, though. The funny thing was they actually only got FDA clearance on one test. Of the 200 tests they claimed that their machine could do... Yeah. Which you have to have FDA clearance for every one of them. It was them. a pretty trivial test, wasn't yeah. it? Uh, herpes. Oh, yeah, there you It was go. a herpes uh, test. So they were sending them all back. They were FedExing them to a central lab that they had in California, in Silicon Valley, and they were testing them on third-party devices. Basically, there are two conglomerates that do all of the blood work in the world, basically, well, in the U.S., uh, Siemens and Quest Diagnostics, which if you've ever had a blood test, you've probably used either one of those. Uh, so they literally bought their machines, had them set up in their lab, and were lying to their patients and having them not do a finger prick of blood, having them do an IV draw, a venous draw in their mm-hmm. elbow, which is complete opposite of what they said that they were going to be able to achieve, sending those results and then having them run on machines just like what your doctor could do anywhere else. Right. And then hit back. And the problem was they were also giving inaccurate information. So when they did run it on their machines, they were horribly inaccurate. Right. And so they actually, they went into this. This is where I thought the documentary was flawed. They didn't go into this at all on the podcast uh, that I listened to called The Dropout. They talked about how they partnered with a hospital, they didn't name them, in Tennessee uh, with end-stage cancer patients. Oh. And were actually using their blood for tests, and they were making medical decisions based on the results that they were actually running on their fucked up faulty uh, machine and they knew it here's the problem like the man really, that actually could i can think about three of them the management i think it was memphis uh is what i kind of gathered from the yeah. reading between the lines the man there's only like three major cancer hospitals right, right in exactly. the state of Tennessee. well four in the state of tennessee so this the the upper level management knew that the results were not accurate the scientists that were doing the tests day in and day out in the labs at Theranos did not know that they were using patients' blood. Huh. They just thought they had, like, anonymous donors, la da da you know. Huh. And when they found out after the fact, I mean, and some of these people were, like, suicidal, thinking that they had killed people yeah. or subjected them to... I mean, it was... It, anyway, the whole story's so yeah. fucked up. Anyway. They finally had a whistleblower who was They in had a whistleblower that partnered with this reporter from the Wall Street Journal where they he he just wrote this whole book called Bad Blood about I thought it was the she. whole story. A guy. No, John... Because they, they had the one girl who started... Uh, she was... Yeah, they had two whistleblowers in the company. A guy yeah. and a girl. Because she uh, was the first one, but he was the one who ended up getting it to a bigger paper. Yes. Uh, and then the reporter was a male reporter for the Wall Street Journal. Right. Which he's since published this book called Bad Blood. Which a lot of this stuff is. It doesn't on. matter if they're he or she. So I was just trying to figure out. The, no, yeah, yeah. The I was trying to think of the right person. No, I got gotcha. you. Anyway, it all came crashing down in spectacular fashion mm-hmm. in literally a month, a uh, month's time period. It went from a company being worth, I, I think it was like nine hundred million or almost a billion dollars yeah. worth to zero dollars. They declared bankruptcy. They closed the company. She and she was the CEO, Elizabeth Holmes. She and the COO are both facing up to twenty years in prison for fraud. Who Money she was laundering. kind of uh, 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 with. Oh, yeah, screwing. <laughs> Which she didn't disclose to shareholders and everybody else. Right. Yeah. 
they were involved for quite a while. Yeah, good times. Um, and he was considerably older than her. Yeah. The machine. So, the the other part is the machines would always break down. They would catch fire. Like things would break. <laughs> contaminate off. stuff. Yeah, they would open one up, and there's just Dried samples blood everywhere of, of everyone's like, just blood. Broken glass all all over the place. Ugh. Anyway, if you are really interested and want to be horrified about how easily people will give you money in Silicon Valley <laughs> for an idea that you don't have to prove works, watch it. It is so eye opening. And and also, she's just an incredibly. I don't even know how to describe it. It's kind of weird. She speaks in this, yeah, like Brad just did. She just speaks in a super <laughs> low voice. In she, in my headphones, that kind of sound like when they when we were not wings put on the distortion. Voice. Oh yeah, yeah, the harmonizer. Yeah, it's just kind of weird. It's like when you see a whistleblower on sixty minutes and they they blur their face <laughs> and they deepen their voice. Yeah. So it's actually all a bunch of lies. <laughs> yeah, it's all just a bunch of lies. It just sounds like a. It uh, sounds like a. Buffalo Bill and or <laughs> Buffalo Bob or whatever, and sounds like she puts the lotion on the skin. What are you about a size fourteen? <laughs> Was she a great big bad person? <laughs> anyway, it's anyway. She was incredibly. She dressed like Steve Jobs. She spoke in this very weird low voice. I'm not saying women can't have a low voice, um, but she spoke in this very, very like Brad just was doing. It was a very unnatural low yes, voice. it just sounded very unnatural. Spoken in this very unnatural voice. She never blinks in the documentary, all the footage they have of her. She doesn't... It's, it's all just so bizarre. So, definitely check it out. It's just such a weird fucking story. I mean, the whole thing. Again, it's one of those things where it's like... And they, and they spend a good amount of time in this documentary, The Inventor, and the podcast, The Dropout, trying to figure out, was she a liar? Or was she simply completely delusional thinking she had this, like Steve Jobs had this reality distortion field where she thought in her mind, and, and this is their defense, they kept saying, well, if we had enough time, we could have got it to the point that we could match the claims. But that's not how that works. Listening to her, I think she was delusional. Yeah. And then it finally caught up and she realized. And she still ran with it. And just had to run with it because she had no other option. Because her ass was on the line. Right. But it's like basically Brad and I saying, hey, we'll be millionaires from this podcast. Well, if you give us enough time, we might be. <laughs> but right now, we're not millionaires, so we can't claim to be millionaires In from this podcast. In about 200 years when 25 <laughs> cents makes you a million dollars. Exactly. What else we got? Oh, yeah. The Walking Dead ended. Yeah. Um, I kind of think we should give it its own section. You know what? That might be a good section for It's going to take a guest. long time. Because there's a lot to process. Yeah, yeah. So, I think um, that's a good idea. We'll we'll save that. So The Walking Dead has ended. We're acknowledging that it has ended. Yes. It was a great and season. It was a great ending. It was a great season. Great um, ending. It, it's how you should end a season. Yeah. You don't need this weird cliffhanger death. Nothing yeah. else. You just... We'll, we'll deep dive into it. it. I think it's a good call. Yeah. We'll deep dive on the next episode. Maybe we'll bring a guest on to yeah. talk about it with us. Uh, Amazon in Nashville is pushing hard. I just noticed some new advertising on the Preds Ice for oh. um, AWS. Oh yeah, Amazon's coming to Nashville. So yeah, yeah. I mean, we have a we already have the distribution center that a bunch of people have worked for. That which, is really odd to work for, from what I've heard. Wish there was another corporate sponsor that would allow us to maybe get box tickets <laughs> <laughs> to go see these games. Uh, that would so be if nice. you work in Nashville and you have box tickets, we will let you on the show for just to sit up there for a game. That's yeah, true. To sit up there for a third period. Wow, just third period. Wow. I I would buy are... standing room tickets only and bide my time until the third period. <laughs> you are a cheap date, sir. For some reason in my head, I just sound like Squirrely Dan. A little bit. Good old Letterkenny. Yeah. Oh, fight! 
Oh, Get him fight, out of a headlock. Fight, 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 fight. <laughs> he ripped his helmet off. Put him in the box. All right. We'll make this anyway, quick. So our so, social uh, stuff. There, there was a social, like a viral thing going yeah, around. Yeah, it got popular when I was up in New York, and we were sitting at a place called Gotham West Market. It's just like a, it's kind of like a food court with really good food instead of fast food. Um, so we were sitting there, and somehow on the internet, saw this thing that started happening. It was like, oh, okay, well, look at this. Um, it was the whole Florida man thing. So I'm Explain sure... us what the Florida man thing is. So <laughs> Florida's a weird fucking place if you've never been to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the understatement of the year. Everyone um, goes there for a vacation, but the people that live there, oh, bless oh, their God, hearts. Oh, God, they're weird. No, you can't even bless their hearts because they're not there. It's true. The, it just there's... seems like the craziest stories are all yeah, be- all begin with a Florida man right. XYZ. And and when they report it in the news, they don't give names. They always say Florida man. Yeah, Florida and, and woman. it's not like California man or California woman. It's not like Michigan man. It right. is always Florida. Florida man. It's like people biting off other people's faces. It's like sticking shit up their butt. <laughs> <laughs> it's always weird stuff, right? Dude pulls out 13 G.I. Joes out of his ass. And the f- um. <laughs> And the funny thing is, is you would think they would all be old retirees because that's what everyone no, does. They, they're like no, they're like middle-aged yes. weird guys. So the phenomenon was Google Florida man, two words, and then your birthday. Don't put the year. Just put the yeah, month yeah. and the day of the month and, like mine and would be, see what you get. Or, like you could do like Florida man, September 13th. So Brad and I are going to share but, our results. So actually, not my, mine oh. wasn't that great. Yours is on here, though. Mine is good. So mine it. wasn't great. Alex's wasn't great. We tried a couple other people. I the best results I had were with Blair's, my mom's, <laughs> and Chris's. I, I just saw, I, I have like four options for my my birthday. Yeah, yeah. Yours, I picked the uh, most redneck version. All right. So anyway. I, so hit me with some Florida man. So <laughs> we're going to go in backwards order. I think uh, Chris's is the most tame. So the final two get a little fucking raunchy. I know <laughs> okay. we swear on here, but they're they're weird. So okay. Chris's was easy. It's um Florida man tries to pay McDonald's tab with a bag of weed. So yeah. that's the normal like Florida stuff you get, but as you start digging you get Florida man slapped with a big mouth billy, billy. bass singing <laughs> fish. <laughs> After that's, altercation. That's the one I saw that made me chuckle quite yeah. a bit. And then Florida man tries to kiss venomous snake and is immediately bitten. <laughs> and uh, I have no idea what this story even means, but Coast Guard ends Florida man's bubble journey. Or Florida man <laughs> said sex addiction caused him to attack two women. Yes. Anyway. Anyway. Those Chris's are dates is kind of tame. Um, second was my mom's. of Florida man. Okay. So Flocka is like... Bath salts. Yeah. I don't yeah. take these. I'm just... No, no, no. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just as general knowledge of the shit that goes on in Florida, because I know people who live there. It doesn't end well. Right. Flocka is bath salts. That's when you heard the thing, what, four years ago of... <laughs> four years ago about the guy eating a dude's face off because yeah, he thought that he was yeah, a Yeah, the walking dead is real. Yeah, yeah. He was high on bath Flocka. salts. Also, Flocka. So, Florida man, high on Flocka, has sex with a tree and calls himself Thor. <laughs> Good for you, buddy. You know what? I bet that wasn't listed as your most likely to in your yearbook. <laughs> that was her best one. That That's a good one. I just pulled up my wife's birthday, which I had not looked up before. It's probably still won't be Blair's. And it's drunk Florida man yells, come and get me, to deputies, is promptly arrested. 
<laughs> Pretty good. Uh, Blair started off kind of tame. It was like Florida man bit on tongue by a rattlesnake he tried to kiss. That's common. Yeah, yeah, that's just a normal occurrence in Florida, especially by Florida man. Florida man bit right rattlesnake, blah, blah, blah. Uh, there was there was one that almost made it. Um, Florida man caught searching for threatened gopher tortoises to eat. What? Uh, <laughs> there's a thing called a gopher tortoise, and it's a threatened species in Florida. Um, but... <laughs> Florida man finds out his dad helped deliver him at birth, throws pizza at him. <laughs> Who's is that? It's my soldest son. <laughs> okay, nothing will beat Blair's. Okay. Blair, oh, well, the other ones were from Blair, but... Florida man forced to suck dick or fuck alligator. Does both. Oh, buddy. <laughs> bum, oh, bum, no. How about Florida man intentionally drove Ferrari 360 into ocean at top speed? <laughs> oh, no. Anyway, so if you can get really bored on the internet, look up Florida man with your birthday. Start digging. You can't take the top three. You got to dig a few pages in. Regardless, it's going to make you laugh. Yeah, it's, it was pretty. We were losing And if you it. don't get anything... Your spouse, your parents, your siblings, your children, you're going to find somebody that has an yeah. awesome article. The the lady behind the counter at the Chinese sandwich place we were eating at was looking at us with all kinds of weird faces because we were losing our shit. Yeah. <laughs> One of the funniest things I saw on Twitter was somebody that I follow posted, I keep seeing all these great Florida man stories that people are posting for their birthday. All I get is really tragic articles about hurricane victims on my oh. birthday. I'm like, oh, oh buddy. <laughs> oh, oh, that's no good. All right. We're going to move on to games. 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 So, games. God, I wish we had a soundboard so I could just play games. It would be nice. Um, So, there is a new sequel coming out that I am psyched for. I had the I had the first two games. I rented the living hell out of the third game, but there is going to be Streets of Rage 4. The first one was on Genesis? Genesis, followed by Genesis, with followed a repeat by... of Genesis. That's Triple Threat Genesis. Yes. Uh, midnight. It is still... Side-scroller? Side-scroller with up-down, so like the kind of 3D side-scroller? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where you can go it's like... like two. 2.5D. Right, 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 kind of. It's not quite isometric, but kind of, anyway. Yeah. It's the same the glory days of video it games. It still looks like Streets of Rage, just with newer, like, hand-drawn graphics. Well, it's it still, like, kind of like great. the 1632-bit graphics, but it's got, like, modern-day animation techniques into it. Right. So it, it, and it's it's still smoother, pays, it doesn't look pixely, it's smoother yeah, lines. It still pays homage to the, the original art direction, but... It's it, like what we were talking about last episode, I think, with Boy and His Blob. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's the Brooks and Dunn reboot of Streets of Rage, if you will. <laughs> it's modern modern day artists with uh, the uh, you know the songs from 1990. Can you imagine if Brooks and Dunn did Streets of Rage four? That'd be. It's weird. just a bunch of broken bottles and cowboy hats, That'd and you're be just weird. beating people against bars. I I think it looks pretty good. I didn't I didn't play them as religiously as you, but I played them. Uh, I think I played the first one, maybe the second one. I don't know if I ever got around to the third one, but yeah. It looks pretty awesome. You were definitely very excited when you sent it to me. Yes, I was. I could, through the text. Sorry, dude. It was palpable excitement. Ah, <laughs> oh, son of a biscuit. Oh, well, horse shit. Horse apples. 
though. The, uh, that, that, it's a fucking embarrassing! This cussing break is provided to you by a Dallas <laughs> Star goal on, on uh, Pecorine, uh, the uh, goalie starting goalie for the Nashville Predators. Oh, that was fluky as hell, too. Yeah. Who'd that bounce in Anyway, off? we are... Uh, we are oh no a little bit halfway through that was an own goal it was off ecky nah. halfway, oh, halfway through the second period and one, uh, one. boys are tied one one this is oh, gonna be a little a, over halfway i mean it's halfway through and we're at half the shots yeah this is a very defensive that game we probably should be it's all this whole series will be very defensive which i'm okay with that's fun yeah that's good that's fun hockey yeah well uh, kind of well i mean depends until on you do the one three one trap and Depends then on it's how you just look at annoying it, as hell. It was Heskinen. So, it one of the other games no. that got announced, which I'm not quite sure. It would be very interesting to see. You sent me this article, and I'd actually I thought you'd it. actually be somewhat excited about it. Well, well I'm very hesitant, because there have been so many shitty games. Be. So many shitty games for this franchise, which is a shame, because the franchise is ripe with opportunity for games, I think. Mama Boo walking in the room, which is uh, my affectionate name for... For Blair, Brad's wife, Mama Boo. I call her Mama Boo because she says Brad and I are soulmates, which I think is wrong. Um, she is the wife of my said soulmate, <laughs> and she is also pregnant with my soulmate's child. So <laughs> I call that her. Doesn't sound weird. I call her Mama Boo, and yeah. she calls me Boo's Boo because Brad is her Boo and I am his Boo. So therefore, I am the Boo's Boo. This is weird. Brad is the only one uncomfortable, which means we can still talk about it. Yeah, our we, rule we have is only as long as two people are uncomfortable. Yeah, with our lovely tricycle. Yeah. Whereas, <laughs> if only as one person is uncomfortable, it only, still plays. It's, it's, yeah, two of the three, if they object, then we have to be done with the conversation, uh, which works uh, out really unfortunately for Brad. Yeah, I lose this a lot. <laughs> because Brad and or Blair and I are, are usually not uncomfortable, because we are usually making a joke at Brad's expense. Uh, fuck uh, you guys. Yeah, so he is the one going home. Uh, anyway, I am home. You are home. We're recording this in your home. Screw you, man. We're uh, going home. So, Lord of the Rings, there's a game for Lord of the Rings coming out. It's going to be a game about Gollum. Apparently, yeah, like... Is it before or after? Like, before the change, or is it Smeagol, or is it Gollum? I, I don't know. There's there's a lot of questions, I think. <laughs> so, I don't know. To me, that seems like a, a great opportunity. Again, I think it's one of those things where it's like Star Wars... Every Star Wars game should be incredible because you have this wealth and of, then they're not. of lore and all yeah. this cool stuff that's already there for you. You don't have to even reinvent the wheel. And they're not, like you said. Most yeah. of them are shit. So I'm I'm fully expecting this. My hopes are very low. I have zero. My expectations are zero. And if it's great, awesome. Yeah. Because well, you're you're following my path of optimistic pessimism. Nine times out of ten, it's shit. So I I fully expect this to be shit. If it's great, cool. We all win. Yeah. Even Um, Gollum. (laughs) Gollum never wins. I guess when he gets a fish. He wins when he he gets a fish. He wins. Spoiler alert. He wins at the end of Return of the King because he gets the ring back. He doesn't realize that he's falling into a pit of lava. Yeah, I mean, he falls into a pit of lava. And he dies so happy. Okay, that's Because he finally got his precious back. So, I mean, if you're going to go out... That's, go out I mean, that's the fucking best way to go out, with right? the ring. I mean, that's that you're going out with your rosebud. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Star Wars, they did just release a trailer for the new Jedi game. <sighs> Again. Or not a trailer, a teaser. A teaser which they're going to reveal this weekend. Uh, yeah, it's it's Saturday. nothing that it's nothing except the logo just moving around. Yeah. 
again, it I would normally be really excited about this, but it's being done by EA, and their track record yeah. with Star Wars is nothing but microtransactions and a bunch of bullshit. I should have known this was going to be, be some, some bullshit. bullshit. So again, I'm like, whatever. If it's amazing, I'll be pleasantly surprised. And kudos yep. to you, EA. You finally did something right for once. Yep. Other uh, than that, it's probably going to be shit. But what does look awesome? Borderlands 3. Yeah. <laughs> I've had nothing but a permanent boner for three weeks about this, or two weeks, or whatever, since it's been announced. It's been Bor- real awkward seeing him in shorts. Yeah, it, it's ve- uh, yeah. I've been kicked out of my gym like three times. Which is the only... I've only been there three... That's, anyway, that joke. Whoop, but... <laughs> you just want to call it a day and go eat some Pop-Tarts and sit on the couch and drink. <laughs> you and those Pop-Tarts, man. Yeah, I don't want to eat two. I don't want to eat one. Hey, fine. Popcorn? Popcorn. Okay. Anyway, uh, I have I have said, I think I'm on record. I don't know if I'm on record on this podcast, but I have said to you and other people that know me that Borderlands 2 is my favorite game of all time. It is one of the greatest games of all time. So good. Especially with the DLC. So much fun. Tongue in cheek. Over the top. Great gameplay, great graphics. Yeah, the Tiny Tina's. Uh, what was that? I don't know what the DLC it's was called. It's her D and D basically, but it was the D and D based one. That was great. <laughs> Dragon. Oh my god, know. it was great. The characters are incredible. It it's like genuinely funny. It's not trying too hard. It's not right. campy really. Like it, it's just genuinely funny. It's a very flushed out world. Um, I mean, then the first one was good. The first one was really good, but the yeah. second one just knocked it. The rare one of those rare occurrences where the second one is yeah. infinitely better than the first one because they just, they basically remade the first one and just let you do a little more. Yeah, so it's a it's a great like first person shooter game, just in the sense of first person being your perspective. But uh, it's a loot game where you get all these you know there's a billion they like to yeah. pride themselves in like a billion guns that you can get. You loot all these treasure chests. You're a quote unquote vault hunter. Tons of hilarious bad guys. Anyway, I, I don't know. It, it's two came out. Ugh, it's been, it's been a while. Twenty thirteen, maybe. Uh, I can. I, I'm saying no, this as if there's no. not a giant uh, internet. No, I think it was <laughs> internet encyclopedia that. in front of me. Borderlands two. I just, I just gave it a googly googly. September eighteenth, twenty thirteen. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. I was off by a year. Great game though. Yeah. So three. I was really nervous going because this has been rumored for years because, again, it's been seven years. Uh, it's been rumored to be in the works. They made a pseudo-sequel. They made what they called the pre-sequel. They made Borderlands 1, Borderlands 2, and then a different developer made Borderlands the pre-sequel. Yeah. Not nearly as good. I mean, it was it's entertaining, but it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't nearly as good. Not of the same quality. Um, so this has been rumored to be in the works for a while that, uh, that we'd get a true Borderlands sequel, right. Borderlands 3, by the same developers of the first two. Uh, which is what we're finally getting. But then even when they started teasing it, everyone is like, is it going to be like a weird like Fortnite game? Like a yeah, battle if it was going to be that, it was going to ruin and, it. We don't yeah, want to Everybody royale. was like, by God, they better not fuck this up. Like, this is a very beloved game. And by all, by everything that we've seen, it does not appear to be that. It, it appears to be a true sequel to Borderlands 2, which was a sequel to Borderlands 1, right. obviously. Looks to add some new characters, new features. They're going to actually be able to travel new between planets. planets versus where you could before just travel around to different spots in one planet. Yeah. Um, so now it's going to be interplanetary. And it was the same planet between one and two. Yes. So Pandora. That'll be different. New creatures. That's some of the other fun parts is that you play all the, you fight against all these alien, excuse me, all these alien creatures mm-hmm. that are like kind of like variants of like spiders and bats yeah. and dragons. And so it looks awesome. 
the the cover art alone had me excited. Yeah. <laughs> just just well done. They they are a company, the developers are a company that very much get what they're doing. Right. Like they are very well in tune. It's a very flushed out idea, I feel like. So, I I'm excited. And to me, it's like it's like Grand Theft Auto. If it's 5 years between them, fine. I I'm as fine long as it. it's good. As long yeah. Like put I in would, the work. I would much rather you same thing with a band. If it's I would much rather you put five years in between your releases if it's gonna be fucking good quality stuff. Mm -hmm. If you're not just rehashing the same shit or going with the tide, yeah. Stay true to you. I will wait. Yep. Much like I don't I don't even know where I was going with that, but No, I mean it makes sense. Like take the time to do it right. Yeah. Instead of just rush it out, rush it out, and just half-ass it. Or like you know, Borderlands could have right. easily done a game like Fortnite. Yeah, they could have cashed into that craze and said, "Hey, we'll just skin Fortnite with Borderlands." Yeah, and people will fucking buy this in droves, and we'll make a fucking billion dollars off of it. And they could have done it, and they would have been, and they would have made a ton of yeah. money off of it. But Halo One, Two, and Three took their time; they were good. Uh, After all, that, all of they the kept best trying games. to rush them. All of yeah. the best games have done that. I mean, and, and Rockstar is probably the quintessential like source for that, where they mm -hmm. take years between their games. But f for the most part, their games are all yep. incredible. Yep. Because they take their time. Mm -hmm. And they make sure they have a very high standard. Yeah. So I think it works out. So I'm excited. Uh, you've been playing a new game. Well, uh, new, to, new to you. So last weekend, I ended up beating Hellblade, Sinua's Sacrifice. True. Sinua? Sinua? Which, which, which is crazy. Um, it's kind I watched of, a little bit of it. It's kind of like an easier... Dark Souls. Dark Souls. It's combat-based against a very finite number of enemies. Yeah. Um, you don't go through, kill a bunch of stuff, come back later, and kill it again. Like, you kill it, it's gone. You were getting pretty um, pissed, though. That was kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. I was getting pissed at the end because... Well, I actually figured out uh, it was partly the controller. Oh. When I recharged it, worked just fine. Oh, I think my battery was, was going lag, dead. Had some lag or something. <laughs> yeah, because you were getting really pissed. Because half the time, like I had played this game for like two days straight. Like I knew the system, and I was fighting the same guy again. Yeah. And every time I hit block, it just didn't do anything. Like, yeah, that's what, what I was getting hell? ready to say. You kept going. I hit block. God damn it! <laughs> and then so I finally was just like, screw it. Fine. I plugged the controller in. Got another controller. Just Work. fine. And yeah. then when I played with the original controller again, it worked. Um, so <laughs> charge your controller before you play the game. Um, it's a they used a uh, bunch of research people and uh, psychologists. Um, I can to see that. simulate psychosis. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty crazy just if watching you, you play it for just a little bit. If you play it, play it with headphones. I yeah. did for the first three fourths of the game. And it made a huge difference. Really? And I didn't hit the second or the last quarter of the game, and I regretted it. It looks cool. The stereo and the surround of hearing voices talking to you the entire game, like you, it starts making you feel like you're crazy. So it's Dark Souls with schizophrenia. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It, it looked really cool, I will say. Yeah, and sometimes you're not really sure what the hell's going on because the character doesn't really know what the hell's yeah, going on. Yeah, it seemed very disorienting in, in so parts. Uh, if you go back and look at certain parts of history, it makes sense. But anyway, it's a Celtic person that's stuck in Viking hell. She's trying to save the person that she was married to. I guess they were married. I don't so, know. Anyway, her 
the, her love interest dies. She's trying to save him from Viking hell. Yeah. So, yeah. And anyway, by was... God, I think we made up for the nerd part that we were missing at the beginning of the podcast by talking about hockey just now. <laughs> <laughs> Go look at your history. It's of... a game about Viking hell. And, uh... but at one point, the Vikings kind of invaded a part with uh, a group I can't remember the name of at the moment because we've been drinking. Man, that bourbon is really good, though. It is good. But now I forgot the name of that group. But well, you, anyway. You've beat that. Now you've moved on to another game. Yeah, yeah. So is... now I'm playing Graveyard Keeper, which is... It's like a, it's a, it's like it's a, a goth Stardew Valley. Yeah, it's like an emo Stardew Valley. Um, instead of having a farm, Stir- you're, you have a graveyard. <laughs> Stuart, play this with me. <laughs> oh, bless your hearts if you're still listening. <laughs> If you made it this far into this episode. Why are you out here? Wow. Oh, okay. We have a, we have Blair, Brad's wife, has come into the room. It's just unnerving me that she's just watching. She doesn't want to join. She doesn't want to say anything. She's just watching. You should be used to that by now. (laughs) (laughs) Touche. Are you uncomfortable? Because even if you are, Blair and I aren't, and Boom isn't, your dog. Boom doesn't count. He's never uncomfortable. Yeah, he is. Have you been in the room when he farts? Okay, no, farts do make him uncomfortable. Only his farts, though. Anyway. Let's let's talk about two tech things real quick, and then we're going to get the fuck out of here. Are we? We're so good. God damn it, I want popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to pee. Hey, we still got another period of hockey to go. I want to actually watch that <laughs> when I can yell at the TV. Uh, so You can't yell some- at the TV. That's why we were doing this live. Move on to some tech stuff. We don't talk. We don't talk tech as much, which I think is okay. Yeah. Anyway, you can skip Graveyard Keeper, but play oh. Hellblade. Yeah. Okay. You you weren't enjoying Graveyard Keeper. You looked like you were having fun when I watched you play. Oh, I am, but it's addicting and it takes way too much time for what it is. If you have Stardew Valley, play Stardew Valley. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. that makes more sense. Yeah. Okay. I just didn't. I, I there's not a good place to hook up the laptop and play Stardew Valley, so I've been playing Graveyard yeah, Keeper. That, but that's fair. If you have Stardew Valley, stick with that one. If you I mean, don't, it's on Switch. No. Yeah. You have no excuse. If you don't have it, but you it's have Game on Pass. on Switch, Brad. You have no fucking excuse. I don't own it on Switch. You can buy it. It's like nine ninety nine. Cuphead is also coming to Switch. I know, but I already have Cuphead on Xbox. We I'm just telling that, our listeners. You keep refusing to play it. Well, I don't want to be angry. It's fun, though. It is, but pardon me for wanting to still be happy. <laughs> and not go to bed weeping. I already do that enough. Let's say you do Wait, that what? anyway. What? All right. The tech stuff. So Apple, which we talk about quite a bit just because Brad and I are kind of Apple people. Well, Apple, you're not an Apple person necessarily. We're just ingrained with our jobs and into the Apple ecosystem. Fair enough. We both support Apple users for the most part. Fair enough. I'm, I would say I'm much more of an Apple person than you. Oh, yeah. Fanboy, if you will. So Apple killed the long expected, (laughs) long rumored vaporware. What Chris has been holding out for. No, not at all. There was no chance in fucking hell I was going to buy this thing. Uh, Air Power, which was there, they do they debuted it in September of 2017 when they unveiled the iPhone 10. It was their wireless charging mat, the Johnny Ive version of a wireless charging mat. It was a oblong, like pill shaped device that you would sit down on the on the floor. It was white and shiny and beautiful. It was supposed to be slightly different though, in that you could just place a device anywhere, anywhere on it. There was there were not designated spots. Right. You could place up to three things. So ideally your phone your apple watch and eventually which they hadn't revealed at the time 
uh, wireless charging AirPods uh, case, which they have since unveiled. Um, I so thought they, the case wasn't wireless charging anymore. It is, is it? now. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, the new they AirPods that they just released two weeks okay. ago have the wireless charging case. Okay. For an additional $40. So uh, they announced this in September of 2017. said it was going to uh, ship, I believe they said early 2018. It is now April of 2019, and they officially killed it, I think, at the very end of March. But the crazy thing was it was still like embedded in some of their operating system releases. It was on the AirPods that just came out. Yep. They came out on a Tuesday. They killed AirPower on a Friday, but the packaging for the AirPods still mentioned AirPower. You can yep. charge this on AirPower. Yep. Uh, and so I want to say this is the first big fail for like the Tim Cook era of Apple. Yeah. Like there's been a couple different like odds and ends, like maps bombed, but you could right. a lot of them you could still say were probably in the works when and they were they Jobs kind of still there. started fixing maps. It's not as bad as it was. You. Yeah. Not driving you in the middle of a lake around here, anyway. I hope he learned the lesson, or he he, or you know, really, his Apple led team uh, have have learned the lesson to not pre announce a product that far in advance. I also hope they learned the lesson that we tried to teach you earlier today. You cannot break the laws of physics. <laughs> yeah, because apparently that was the yeah. problem. The problem uh, was that they tried to do different coils and different parts, and they tried to compact it all without worrying about the heat. Uh, well, so there were a couple the thing would things. overheat. I, I read a couple speculation on a couple different, a uh, couple different layers of that. One was the heat, like the infamous Samsung batteries that were exploding, yeah. uh, that we had a year or two ago. Um, so there was that because physics <laughs> coils <laughs> coils are very notorious for for getting hot yep. when you you know when you are transferring electricity wirelessly through a mat, shit heats up. Common sense. Because and then, physics. And then the other thing that someone brought up, which I hadn't thought of, which they were talking about the challenges of it, which you just have to, any key charger, you have this challenge. When you have these coils, they put off frequencies. Yes. And if you start stacking them, they amplify. Mm -hmm. And they get louder and louder. And they could actually interfere with pacemakers, hearing aids. <laughs> and each coil has to, therefore, yes. <laughs> be a different frequency. Right, exactly. But you can only so... have a finite range, or frequency range to actually charge with. Right, and they were saying that actually at some point, once you hit a certain threshold, that you have to get clearance from different regulatory mm -hmm. authorities, not just, you know, the FCC. You have to, once it can maybe interfere with a pacemaker, you have to get FDA clearance and all this shit. So it may have just been too much of a headache for Apple. Yeah. I am definitely in the camp that there are fucking 100,000 of these sitting in the warehouse somewhere. Like, they got <laughs> that far into it. Yeah. You don't make the packaging of other products referencing this yeah. without this getting this far. Yeah. And then they kept and then testing they, they, them, discovered the problems. and Yes, exactly. Because they even, if you, uh, somebody even went back and found out when they got issued the trademark for it, it was like 15 days before it was canceled. Oh. Huh. So, I mean, like, it, it was clearly, like, the last second they killed this thing. I think someone they knew. A, someone lit a lab on fire. And... Uh, someone probably is getting fired for this, I yeah. would think. Because it's, it's kind of humiliating. I mean, it, it's Apple. It was going to be way overpriced. They're way late to sure the market. Are we sure she didn't work for Apple after Theranos? she left? Yeah. Elizabeth Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the technology of the future. I'm sorry. It's the technology, technology of the future. future. <laughs> At this point, it seemed kind of silly that they had dragged on this far because there are so many other good third-party wireless chargers. Like yeah. I've got Anchor stuff that's great. Oh, yeah. There's there's mats that charge multiple things. They may not be as pretty as Apple, but yeah. they work and they're cheap. Mm -hmm. 
So yeah, at this point, it was like, why didn't why why did you not fucking cut your losses a year ago when you were still a year out after announcing it? Because it's eighteen Apple. months. They cannot admit defeat. True. It, it it's honestly it's embarrassing. <laughs> it's fucking embarrassing. fucking embarrassing. It's a fucking embarrassment. <laughs> uh, oh, let so. it, Kenny. Uh, the other thing we were going to talk about with tech, we kind of briefly alluded to, and that we were supposed to be watching a fucking, fucking rocket, rocket launch tonight. Sorry, a giant fucking rocket. Uh, or, or as I affectionately captioned, I sent a picture of it to Brad today with it on the uh, launch pad. <laughs> I am a huge space nerd. Have always been a space nerd. Always loved the space shuttles. You know, when we had that awesome system from pretty much the moment I was going before I was born. So I, I love. I also am a huge fan of eccentric. CEOs like Steve Jobs and now Elon <laughs> Musk. Uh, and, you know, Elizabeth Holmes, maybe I would have been a fan of if she was not full of fucking shit. But anyway, I love SpaceX. Been a huge fan of of SpaceX for quite some time. Uh, I just think it's an incredibly admirable company. I, I think the private space sector is the way to go. If only thing, you would wish that their rockets look like Teslas. I think they already do look like Teslas. Oh, they already have they the do? sleek... They already have the sleek design of a Tesla. It just looked like a giant metal penis. Well, and hence the reason I sent you the caption that I sent you today. <laughs> you mean the caption where it says... I, I sent you a picture of the Falcon Heavy, which is yes, the yes. largest space shuttle sitting on the launch pad vertical, ready to go for tonight's launch. And I sent you a caption that said what? Look at this fucking steel dick ready to pierce the goddamn sky in the name of science. <laughs> Man, I stand by that still. Um... <laughs> uh, so what we had the first Falcon Heavy launch in was it last spring? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think it was a year ago. Yeah, no, it was a little earlier than that because robotics was still going on, and we ended in February. I'm looking this shit up. I think you're right. I know I'm right because we watched it with the kids. The Falcon Heavy originally launched for the first test launch on February sixth. 2018, it was the mission where Elon famously sent up his... They didn't have a payload because it was their test, so they didn't want to put anything expensive on there because they thought it was going to blow up. Nothing expensive, and they put on his very first Tesla. They put his very first Tesla Model S on there. Um, or, I'm sorry, $100,000 isn't expensive. Fuck that. Well, the fucking Elon, it's not. But That's true. Versus a, a billion-dollar satellite. <laughs> so they put his, his, uh, his, originally, his original Tesla Roadster, the Cherry roadster where they put the spaceman in it and they sent it to mars and haha la da da but it was incredible to watch brad and i watched it in his office we both may have shed nerd tears we, we also we, watched it again tonight yeah to show blair tried to, we tried to make blair watch it and then just she to get just psyched. sat on her phone yeah just to get psyched for the second launch uh so the falcon heavy so spacex has been launching since oh shit like 2013 is when they started doing hop tests I think yeah. for the original. So last year they had 19 successful launches, commercial launches. Mm-hmm. So they're launching satellites for NASA, for different agencies, for different other world countries, agencies, other countries going really well. They launched from California and then they now have also been launching from historic launch pad 39 a in Cape Canaveral, where we had Apollo 11, many other historic missions, the first and last shuttle launch after going, some renovation after a yeah, much needed renovation. So last year, their Falcon 9 is their most commonly used uh, rocket. It's a single booster. goes up. It takes stuff to the space station. is about the limit to where it can go. Uh, so low space orbit, low, low Earth orbit. So it's great for satellites, great for restocking the space station, taking uh, eventually they want to get to the point where they can take uh, people up. They haven't got to that point yet. 
But Elon has always said he wants to do something better. He wants to be able to go interplanetary, which you all probably know that Elon wants to go to Mars and colonize Mars and all the shit. So to do that, you got to have a big fucking rocket. Yep. Something bigger, stronger, faster. Yes. So we have the Falcon Heavy, which is essentially three Falcon 9s strapped together. <laughs> so when in doubt, just put more together. So you have the Falcon Heavy, which is the, the Falcon 9 is made up of nine engines, engine cores, Raptor engines. So you now have 27. Yep. Uh, it is insanely powerful. It's two side boosters in the central core. When they launched it last year and tested it, the two side cores break off just like with the traditional space shuttle, but those uh, used to not be reusable. They would just crash out into the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, now, Elon, with every other rocket launch, they now try to reland them or land them and salvage them, reuse them. Mm-hmm. They land them upright on the ground or in, uh, on a drone ship in the ocean. Last year with the Falcon Heavy demo, we got two of the three landed, two of yep. them on land. It looked like a fucking goddamn science fiction movie. It, it like looked Runner. like a video of a takeoff running in reverse. Yes, exactly. It was incredible. The third center core was supposed to land on the drone ship out in the ocean, and something went wrong. It hit the ocean going like 300, 350 miles an hour. Yeah, it just blew up, disintegrated. Uh, but hey, two out of three ain't bad for your first time. <laughs> for something that Elon admittedly said only had a 50% chance of actually even getting off the ground. Uh, so today we were awaiting the first commercial non-demo launch of the Falcon Heavy. So this will be the second time that this is launched. Um, it's actually going to be launching with 20% more thrust, and it actually has a commercial payload of a satellite for called an ArabSat. It's going to be mm-hmm. uh, media and weather global positioning for Europe and the Middle East. Yeah. Saudi Arabia. Hence I think Arab funded Sat. that. ArabSat. Uh, and they paid a lot of money. Yep, and uh, apparently at the time, the reason they chose to put this on the Falcon Heavy is it was so heavy that it couldn't go on a Falcon Nine when they in- initially oh, gotcha. linked the deal. Now Falcon uh, Nine has progressed to where it could actually carry it up, yeah. but they're like, "What the hell? Let's go." Well, the Falcon Nine that we or the Falcon Heavy we watched before that was great wasn't even at full power. Oh no, no, they've cranked it up another twenty percent for this launch, which will make it the most powerful. Uh, reusable rocket by a power of th- two yeah so twice as powerful as any other reusable rocket right um so there is the delta five that nasa and is it i, I wanted to say ilm but it's not industrial Light no Magic. no it's jpl jpl thank you yeah Lockheed martin and jpl <laughs> <I'll help. laughs> yeah i knew it was acronyms it's all magic it's, a- it's acronyms <laughs> god damn it uh anyway they have their delta five rocket uh which is a heavy booster that could eventually in theory yeah. they want to get to the moon first before we can go to mars could get us there, but this will actually be even more powerful than that. Still, right. like Brad pointed out when we were talking the other night, still not as powerful as the original Saturn V. No, but I want to see him take these Falcon rockets, strap uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, maybe nine of them together, and blow the Saturn V out of the friggin' water. Just launch that thing, and you just see it haul ass out of orbit. Yeah. Although, if you go too fast, because physics, you will break apart. So, I mean, they have to... Well, the launch today was scrapped due to high... What did I say? High velocity winds? High shear. High shear. Something like that. Yeah. High Uh, wind shear in the upper atmosphere. Yeah. Upper winds. So, hopefully, we'll have that launch tomorrow. Uh, Obviously, by the time you all listen to this, it will hopefully have been a great successful launch. We've landed all three. They're going to land the two on on land, and they're going to land one on the drone ship. Uh, A thousand kilometers out, which is furthest they've ever attempted. Uh, And the reason they're doing that is because they're thrusting it. Uh-huh. So much higher, so they got to get even further downrange. Yep. So hopefully we have a launch for that, which is awesome, because we just get big space boners over all this. I know I do. Off giant fucking rockets. 
I get a giant rocket from a giant <laughs> rocket. Ayo! <laughs> Even watching the like replay today, when we already saw it, I don't know how many times, I still feel tingly. It's one of those moments. I was trying to explain it to my mom, who is not a space person. So we were talking about it, and I was she's asking mm-hmm. me what my week was looking like, and I was like, "Oh, I got the Falcon Heavy launch." She's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> nerd geek, geek nerd. Plan the week around the fucking yeah. rocket. Absolutely. I was trying to explain it to her, and I'm like, "No, they they reuse these. They land them back on the ground." And she's like, "Oh, that's cool. So like, people are inside of them." And I'm like, "Oh no." <laughs> she's like, "Oh, so there's like people with joysticks at Mission Control?" And I was like, "Oh no, no, no this is all computer based." Yeah, where they are repositioning themselves and landing. Yep. Completely unassisted by humans. I mean, they have humans over overseeing it, but it's all algorithm. And then I really blew her mind when I told her that they land on a drone ship, which is in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, <laughs> rocking in the waves, and it is a sixteen-story rocket. Yep. That is landing on a ship that has no human beings on it, and she's. I like, still haven't figured out. Like, so if it lands on the rocket and it hits rough sea, does it lock in somehow? I don't know the answer to that. I th- I would think so. Yeah, I think it would have to. I think to. it'd have to, but then what keeps the boat from just capsizing one way if it sways too far? I, I would imagine that there are other boats nearby that are just not in the proximity, the danger zone where if it yeah, blew yeah. up, and then as soon as it lands, they immediately board that ship and lock Fair it Fair enough. I would think. I think they'd have to. That would make sense. Yeah. Because they haven't let a lot of detail out about that that I've no, seen. No, the drone ships are pretty seem pretty proprietary. Yeah. With their weird-ass names. This one is, of course, I still love you. Yeah, it was all named after old sci-fi stuff. I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, they've done that with all yeah. their stuff, right? E- Elon is very well versed in his 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 nerd. <laughs> I'm still waiting for Elon to come out talking about the Falcon rocket, and for some reason, just Falcon Punch. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, hopefully we uh we will have that launch tomorrow with the weather uh, holds, and uh, you know what, we might even film a live reaction of it if we're around. If not. You know what? We'll do it next time. If so. not, we'll do it at the end of the month when they have another launch. Eventually, this is going to get to the point where this is so common. Like, our kids are going to be like, what are you guys talking about? Yeah, and then they launch the rocket. Who cares? Yeah, they're gonna. it's going to be so commonplace. And right. that's the part that gets me, like, so excited. Like, we're watching the groundbreaking first step of it. Yeah. The, we're, we're watching what should have continued after Apollo 11, where we should have yeah. kept going when our parents or whoever watched the moon landing where we should have been, like, our generation should have been like, oh, we're on the moon? Right. Well, I think our generation kind of got, that's why the Columbia disaster was... Challenger and Columbia, yeah. Yeah, well, like, Challenger, we were still way too young to remember. Yeah, oh yeah. But it became such a common occurrence that the space shuttle goes up, does its stuff, comes down, that we didn't care. And so it's like, eh, yeah, okay, Columbia's up there. Yeah. And there was like, oh, shit, stuff can happen. But even then, I think you're right. But even then, when you think about it, how much we had scaled back. I mean, just yeah. I mean, we were just refueling, restocking the space station. Yeah. Which is still incredible that we have people on a space station floating right. around Earth, but yeah, it's not landing on the moon. Right. So two two very different things. But yeah, I I, I don't know. To me, it feels like the, the rebirth of the space era. Right. Like we're we're getting back in. And, you know, and obviously it's not just SpaceX. You've got Jeff Bezos with Blue yeah. Origin. They're kind of way behind but they're they're trying to get there you have virgin galactic i don't have, see them getting there you have jpl you know and nasa trying yeah. to do stuff uh but i i do think yeah what was the j what was the nasa one called the delta well the the their new big thing the delta four heavy is the big one it's a delta four heavy but they had a they new had glenn. a name for that whole system oh the new glenn based off of john glenn um 
the space uh, launch system? space launch system. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Anyway, so is the is JPL part of the space launch system or is it a whole separate thing? Like, is space launch is SLS made up of Delta that Force? I, that I don't know. Okay. I know the main competing agencies right now are SpaceX, and then you have JPL. Yeah. Lockheed Martin are partnered partner together, and then Boeing is also involved in the mix. Somewhere, Which is kind of they've lost a lot of their. Uh, JPL is the, is the real, the only other right. person getting, only other company getting contracts compared to SpaceX. Right, right. Boeing's had to scale way back because they've had other issues, issues. lately. Uh, um, yeah, they have a little bit. Uh, they've had other issues in the past too. Uh, uh, sorry, United so. Launch Alliance. Oh U- yeah, ULA. ULA. That's who's doing the the uh, the Delta. Oh, okay, and that's in partner. That's they're the ones that have partnered with Lockheed Martin. I and JPL was still G- doing JPL, something. With I think. Them. Oh, okay. I think that's part of the ULA. They formed the alliance. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. The United Launch Alliance. <laughs> Sounds like so, we're making our own like homegrown Space Force. <laughs> Regardless, <laughs> sounds kind of like we have our own like little. We're growing our own little rebellion inside the country. Ah, oh. no, oh, the ULA. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> motherland. And it's all to leave this fucking planet. Ideally. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I don't know. No. I think that's... That's, that's cool. That's about it. Yep. Um, so, as of right now, when we're we about to sign off, we're just just a couple minutes into the third period. What? One to three one. Three minutes in. Just hit three minutes into the third period. Uh, so, we're, we're tied on one to one. We're behind um, on shots on goal. Very defensive game. But we are on home ice. Oh. Oh, this and, uh, is this is a lot of hits though too. Yeah, so hopefully so, our uh, our boys will come out on top. But I think we'll probably go ahead and sign off so we can go watch the rest of this yep. and scream at it. Hopefully everyone comes out uninjured. Hopefully the next time you hear from us, the Preds are still in this. A for two reasons: one that they're still in this; they yeah. haven't lost first round. Two that it hasn't taken us that long to get to another episode. Right. Hopefully we've had an awesome, successful rocket launch. Yep. And I don't know. Maybe we'll have a new bourbon to try, and we'll have a guest. Maybe. Yep. That, that, all of the above. All of the above. Those are all of my wishes. Maybe we'll have new topics. Who knows? Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. We'll see. All right. Let's try well, some new segments. Yeah, we could. We could try that. We yeah. should do like a lightning round, like round robin thing, like real fast. Like like off the top of your head where you got to like think of shit. Oh. It might be fun. Where, we, where we, each we tried to, like, to do that question. and it never works out. We well, can't no, think if we have a guest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where we each like write a question that everyone else doesn't know about. Because obviously if it's a shared oh. document to where you can't think of an answer beforehand. So if I write it, obviously mine's, yeah, I yeah. have an answer. But you and the guest wouldn't. And then you get to do one so that gotcha. everyone, that might be kind of fun. Or we get a guest on and we just hammer questions to them and make them do all the work. Oh, then no, no guests are ever going <laughs> to want to come back. Lon John would. I don't That's think he's true. scared of questions. That's true. Uh, Long John will just answer stuff with a smart-ass, witty remark. True. All right. So, uh, so I think we'll go ahead and just call it. Yep. All right. Well, thanks, Chris. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, uh, Blair. Yep. Thanks, Blair, for awkwardly watching us record. No, that was fun. I like um, having an audience. Anyway, thanks to... Uh, De- the Dean. The Dean. For, for the bourbon. Uh, sharing his love of the Kings County yeah. distillery. Good. Good stuff. The, the bourbon doesn't even have a name. It just has the distillery on the bottle. Give it yeah. a go. Giving us the libations to um, keep us lubed and ready for the podcast. <laughs> Thanks to the person that shall not be named that got Aubrey some tickets. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Very, very true. I don't know if that person will ever listen to this, but if you, you never do, know. you're an amazing person. <laughs> when we when we hit that million dollars, maybe they were maybe, one of them. Maybe, yeah. That's a good reference to earlier in the episode. <laughs> 
We don't do this for money. We do this out of the love. We of do this for it. love of the nerddom. Yep. And you nerds. Yep. So, all right. Well, y'all have a great uh, whatever day, month, wherever you are in the space time continuum listening to this. Yep. So, we'll hit you next time. Yep. Find us. Send us stuff. Give us some ideas. We'll put it on here because we're always reached for content. So, yeah. Must have input. Yep. So, anyway. All right. Um, peace. Peace out. Listen, maybe you're one of those dirty fucking holsers, eh? We still love you. Maybe you're outside, smoking a dart by the hydro pole, getting a rip on. That's okay. You got downtime. Pull up the old phone. Get to us on the Twitters, at BizCasualNerd. Or maybe hit us up on the old emails. Better than smoking darts. BizCasualNerd at gmail.com. And last but not least, go to your favorite website, www.BusinessCasualNerd.com. Not .ca, eh? Are you a Dallas Stars fan? Fuck you. But still, listen to our podcast. This is Casual Nerd. You can find us everywhere. Leave us a rating. Leave us five stars. Wow.